Professor J here with another episode of No Pink Spandex, and I am joined by Jer. Yo, yo. And Brandon. Hey, hey. So, you know, listen, today is premiere day. You know, we are going to be talking about one thing only, okay? That is the premiere of Power Rangers of Dino Fury. And if you are new to the show, hello, welcome. We normally have a fourth co-host here. And if you're new to the show, you may not know that he ain't about that life. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't like Power Rangers. He's he's not a fan. Never been. Well, and, and, and we'll get into this, but We've always had this conversation about, well, there are some of us here are older. And at what point you're just like, you know what? I, I'm out. I'm good. I like the franchise. You know, I like other parts of the franchise that are for me. But this part of the franchise, which is the television show that is currently on Nickelodeon, Saturdays at 8 a.m. Eastern, is not for me. and when do you make that decision for yourself you know so uh so yes spy was just he's one of those people and we respect his questions <laughs> yes. it's, it's just good the franchise is so big that you don't have to be part of the tv show and still have lots of good stuff to enjoy right right so so yeah uh so but, yeah, but again we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about we'll, we'll, it, we'll talk about the show we'll, we'll talk yeah, about the show. and, and, we'll and talk much about much like the premiere you don't need the whole team here you don't need us all. He does all. You know? Three's oh enough. Oh my gosh. Three is enough. But yes, so let us get to the review. But first, uh, we do some wonderful things outside of uh, this wonderful show that we are bringing to you today. And so, Jeremy, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on all of their favorite social media platforms, you know, the Twitter and the Instagram, all that sort of good stuff at Captain underscore Subpar, where I have toy photos and memes I make and other just random musings about Power Rangers and Super Sentai. You can find me on YouTube at Captain Subpar's Toy Reviews. Got some videos up there, so you can find me everywhere. I'm doing things. Are you proud of me now, Mom and Dad? <laughs> And Brandon, where can people find you? You can find me and my podcast, Tribunal of the Grid, at linktr.ee forward slash Tribunal of the Grid, where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. We also are we also do little interviews with them and you know, cover Power Ranger news. Kind of similar to No Pink Spandex. So check us out. We're on all platforms now. So, you know, you don't have to we don't, you don't have to just listen to us on SoundCloud <laughs> or just on YouTube. Like we're everywhere. So just you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. That's fabulous. Happy for you. Thank you. And no, this is me like actually saying I'm happy for you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded fake, but it's totally real. <laughs> like, no, actually am. Yeah. Uh uh yeah um you can find no pink spandex on all the socials at no pink spandex we are all in all the places so you can visit us there if you haven't already and i thank you again for listening to this show so let us talk about 
what you're here for, okay? There have been some news. There have been some interviews done and everything, and we'll cover that next week. We'll do that next week because we just want to talk about the premiere. Okay. So, first things first, right? Even before the premiere, though, there were sneak peeks that were given out. Long sneak peeks. Very long sneak peeks. To the point where it's like, all right, so I've seen the premiere. Like it's <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen the the first images of Solon and Zato and Void Knight a billion times now. And the thing is, is that Nickelodeon even promoted the show, like had like captioning and and you know actually promoted the show like it was on their network. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, on the socials, right? Like, don't don't ask them to promote it like on their TV. That's crazy. Uh, but they did on the socials, right? I was like, oh snap! But it was like a three minute long, <laughs> which came, which literally came after the two minute long uh, sneak peek that we got originally from from the Power Rangers uh, Twitter or socials, rather. So I'm just like. So we got like a good five minutes of this show, and I'm like, that's that was like the main. Yeah, it was. Part. It was like it was like two <laughs> clips that were right next to each other. So it was a good, like five of the last seven minutes of the show. Yeah, yeah, were right there. Yeah. Like <laughs> the entire part of the show that we actually would like to be, you know, not spoiled. They just, you know. Just gave it all to us. <laughs> it's like, okay, great. I mean, but, Simon Bennett didn't warn us. Hey, guys, this clip is uh, spoilery, so if you want to save yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, like, but like what you're saying, though, legit, I was really happy that on Friday there were just like four, five, six different interviews popping up and everything. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're actually talking about this show before the premiere. Like, there, there's a bit of hype here. Yeah. There's promotion. It's, it's insane. We haven't had that in so long. We haven't. Um, I want to say that they did it for Beast Morphers. I th- yeah, I want to say that that a little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. But definitely for sure. I mean, and and that and with Beast Morphers, that was like more the cast, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, but with this one, it was the cast and Simon Bennett doing a bunch of interviews, and so. He even said it on his. He even said on his Twitter. He was just like, "Yep, I'm, you know, getting ready to do some press interviews this week." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, this is this is this is this is nice. <laughs> it's right? nice to hear him talk about the show like a regular person, if that makes sense." Yeah, and it's also really nice to just actually see him just actually be present (laughs) with everybody and just being like hey this is the thing and this is the show that i'm doing and you know actually promoting it because you don't really see that coming from people who you know write for the show or whatever they're just always normally lurking in the backgrounds and you know responding on ranger board but that's really you know that's really about it you know but he's really hands-on and I, i appreciate it well to be fair okay they're 
how to put it. There has always been this layer of legal that's like, <laughs> don't be talking to them children. And even though we're not children, but like, don't be talking to them children. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. There's, yeah. there's always been this, right? And so like, they don't, they they want to, there, there are many companies, there are many um, entities that like want to protect what EPs or writers or cast people, cast people, cast members would say, uh, mm. you know, because like they're just they, you know, legal be like ah, don't, ah. So I get it. However, like we could, like you, you also want to promote your show. Like you don't want to appear as if like I mean I get it. There's some sort of there's a level of um, there's a level of like, hey, this is great, whatever, like, that you're, you're going to expect, but, like, you also, it's nice to see, even though with the, with the cast, um, and even with those interviews where they weren't able to talk very much about what they're doing on the show, per se, it is nice to see their personalities, it is nice to see, uh, it is nice to see the EP talk a little bit further about some of the decisions that were made some of the things that he could talk about before the premiere it was nice to see that you know so right mm-hmm. so there there's a way for, like i mean i get legal awesome but like there is a like if these big old like marvel and yada yadas and who who do what they if they figure out how to do promotion and how to figure out how to uh promote their stuff to their audience without um without spilling the beans too much or, you know, without too much red tape. Like, I'm glad that they're figuring, I'm glad that this is where we're kind of landing. You know, we need more of this. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Cause, cause, and I, and I don't want to be one of those fans because, you know, it seems like every time there's a new EP fan, the fandom is always like, Oh my gosh, so-and-so is going to save the franchise or whatever. So I don't want to sound too glowing in that respect, but I do really appreciate the fact that I see Simon out here on the Twitter, you know, he answers questions. He corrects people. If they say, if, if, you know, they're, they're misstepping or saying something that's factually inaccurate, mm-hmm. he, he engages, he, he really seems to enjoy the job and, you know, want to interact with us not just on premiere day, but you know, all this time building up to this. This so, is true. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just really yeah. like that he is out there and you know, you can actually communicate with him. That's huge. I, and, and it is, I mean, granted, like he was more tight lipped when he like first got on the show and you know, like mm-hmm. as one should, but as he started to me to me i don't know i don't know things but it seems as if he you know was getting his footing with the whole power ranger scene because you know he's ep'd other shows before it seems like he was getting his footing he's like okay all right i see what's going on all right this is what i can say can't say i could say this okay that's fine i could do this and it's not it's not overbearing like hi i'm the ep (laughs) look at me talk (laughs) hello it's just like Every now and again, he'll say, yep, this is great. Nope, that's not exactly correct. So I, I appreciate that, too. Like, you, last thing you want is some, um, some EP peacocking, right? That is the term, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Like that's that you I don't need that either because we see that a lot. A lot. A lot. And we don't we don't peacock around here. We Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So so yeah, I th- I, I I do appreciate how they were promoting it beforehand, right? Um, and again, like I mentioned to the folks here that are listening, we will talk about all that stuff next week because there was so so much good information that came out of some of those interviews. And so uh, I would like to kind of like have some time dedicated to that. Okay? So for now, now we get to the show show. Mm-hmm. The actual show show. Okay, waking up eight o'clock in the morning, child. Um, let me let me just start say, singing Friday. Let me just say, no. Oh, did you know that there's a remix? She did. I a do. Remix. I do. That's that's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. And she's she's queer now. She's she came out. Awesome. She she did. Yeah, she's she's. A, I I don't know. I don't know if she categorized herself. So I'm just gonna call her queer because. I don't know, hmm. but but yeah, she she you know she she flew it. That Stay anyway, down. anyway. Oh oh, and speaking of fluid, um, Adel- Adelaide Kane. Yes, she came out as bi. No way. Mm-hmm. She did on I her did TikTok. On her TikTok. Shut up! I didn't she know did. that. Congratulations. Uh, well, not congratulations, but I mean, you be you, right, right, right. I mean, I thought Tribe, you know, the grid would have been new. Oh my gosh! So, I know you would. You would think this is this is <laughs> a dark to cover day for you. I know. Uh, <laughs> just one slipped under the crack. That's all. But we'll do better promise but now you know so now you can <laughs> yes, yes, yes 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 no yeah yes i was like oh that's great for her i'm glad for her so uh okay back to the show uh i have to say i mean a lot of people i pay for all the tv i pay for cable i pay for i i pay for streaming services i pay all the things because i love television i me love i love the television so i don't mind paying okay what i do mind is that when i pay and then the service is not available. It's not working. Right when, just before the premiere started. So I have Verizon, I have Verizon Fios. And normally, like the, the like actual, the actual internet part of Verizon Fios, normally I don't have any problems. It's fine, whatever. Their mobile app for their, for their when they have, you have to stream live TV, works perfectly. It's great fabulous it's a little clunky the way in which you have to like find channels and watch what's actually on currently but it works but their desktop version is a hot mess and so i knew it was a hot mess so i'm like all right let me wake up early let me prepare myself let me make sure that everything's working cool all right turn on the spongebob all right spongebob you're playing cool that's fine let me get some more z's keep spongebob playing does SpongeBob play like twenty-one hours a day Pretty on Nickelodeon? Much. Pretty much. Jeez. <laughs> but but like you know they have their prime time shows, right? They have you know the oh the Danger Kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The and... Danger Force, whatever. Danger that Force. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Some, some other side hustle 
something like literally the show is called side hustle i don't know i'm oh, like all right no, let me do really? no, no more no more creepy dan schneider shows those are all gone <laughs> <laughs> think those are gone yeah no those are gone um so so i was we prepared. missed the days of the grassy girl uh i i had my like i stopped watching degrassi uh like around the jimmy days i was just like um you know i'm good i'm done <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. No idea what you're talking about. Oh my gosh. Oh, that storyline. That was great. Oh Lord. So anyway, but my point is, is I like it stopped playing. I woke up like 10 minutes before. It was not on. It would not play again. I'm freaking out because you know, I'm just like, I don't like I I no, I cannot miss premiere. I cannot miss the premiere. Like other shows whatever uh, <laughs> i cannot miss the premiere and so i had to go and sign up for a free trial to to um youtube tv because i remember when youtube tv first came out they didn't have nickelodeon as part of their lineup and now they do and i'm like thank you for saving me because i know youtube will work <laughs> like there were other like services like to now have nickelodeon on their streaming uh, as part of their streaming lineup, um, but but I I I was like, what do I know will work? YouTube, Google, they have <laughs> they have the means to get this streaming to work, and so literally signed up for a free trial five minutes before premiere was able to uh, record it, and every I was like, oh my gosh, so. Shout out to YouTube TV. If that's not like not sponsored, uh, shout out to them. <laughs> Save my oh, life. No, that no. was my Saturday morning. I've uh, never had a problem with AT and T. Now I like them; they're a good streaming service. You you've been using them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they used I, to be Directv. Now now they're AT and T. Mm, now, mm-hmm. hmm. yeah, but. and even and and like even when I was um doing my research very quickly before panicking for the for the premiere i was like there are so many streaming services now even um with t-mobile because that's my carrier uh for for mobile it is they have this service where they're also doing live tv but you can even like there you can even get certain channels streamed live uh for like about ten dollars extra and i was just like do you have Nickelodeon? And lo and behold, Nickelodeon! <laughs> like, so my, my, packet, my package is so good that they realized how good it was and got rid of it. So mine is grandfathered Ooh. in, and if I ever leave, I can't get this package again. Got you. Oh, wow. Got you. Yeah, so. Because I remember when you first got it. I remember when you first got it. And uh, so, yeah. So, I, again, like, a lot of these a lot of there are a lot more choices now because this actually came up in one of our comments in on my Instagram about people not having not having a way to watch it and I'm just like yeah like about two years ago it was a little harder I would say because you know Viacom was getting a little stingy with the Nickelodeon you know they'd be like yeah we'll give you these cheese channels Nickelodeon don't no. no but now it looks like Nickelodeon 
uh, is on more of these streaming services. And so I would implore people to go and just do your research because it might just be for like for someone like me, it might just be an extra ten dollars a month uh, where you don't have to buy a whole new, you know, watch live TV for 50 bucks a month. It might not have to be that for you. Or you might see like, oh, well, wow, maybe I could just pay for my internet and then, you know, I only watch these shows or these channels. Let me check these out. So there are more options. I implore people to research that. Mm -hmm. But now we get to the show. I know I said that like five times, but now we get to the show. (laughs) The theme song still theme songing. Uh, that's still a thing. <laughs> just, just be glad it's only it's only thirty seconds. Just it's only be glad. thirty seconds. Only that's thirty seconds. However, I will say, the the new composer. Uh, his name is Bert. What's his name? Bert. Reynolds. <laughs> Bacharach. I'm gonna tell you his name right now. And Ernie. Bert, Bert Selen, <laughs> stupid. I guess how you got to say it. Um, S E, and you know he looks like a young little thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, young thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Bert. Se- oh my gosh, he is a young thing. <laughs> I just went to his. I just went to his site, and it says his age. Okay. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so he created the theme song, and he did uh, the music throughout the show, and mm. I will have to say, theme song I hate. However, I did appreciate the the background music a little bit more. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm never one to notice music like that, but I, I was noticing like cues happening at the right time and mm-hmm. the music swelling when it needed to. Lots of good stuff. Right. Now, I'm not going to lie. Maybe, I guess for me, maybe this feels that way. Maybe y'all feel different. But the music kind of kind of felt like Power Rangers 2017 movie on certain parts. Like that little like 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 that little like tech not techno but like that little weird like alien I I don't know like it just kind of had that feel to it I don't know it did I I guess it had a it had a different feel because oh my gosh we have new music it's nice <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually good music I guess yeah right? I was just focusing <laughs> on it wasn't music. the same cues over and over that we've had for years. Where it's well, just least, become background noise. Well, at least it's not the same stock music that we used on Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, SPD. <laughs> well, yeah. at least it's not that. Oh, I remember those days. I'm just like, oh, you guys went to that uh, uh, music library, and yep, taking the like literally. I'm just like, I'm noticing <laughs> these same cues on like reality shows. Okay, all right. <laughs> so they had their issues too. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> however, um, however, it was nice. So, like, yes, I'm not a, the theme song is not, but, but all the other music, I'm just like, okay, cool. I can appreciate. I can appreciate. So, we open up. Okay, we open up to uh, uh, uh somebody driving through, up to 
its nice big building for Buzz Blast. Okay. Which I, I like I like the way this building looks. I know someone has someone actually identified it, like where yes, it is in New Zealand. A, yeah. Yeah. It's but, an LG building. Yeah, right. yes. The idea that it, you you call yourself Buzz Blast and you have a nice little honeycomb look on you, good stuff. I dig well, and when you first mentioned it, I think on Twitter or something like that, I'm just like, oh, okay. Buzz. Buzz. So, okay. So that's, <laughs> that's nice. I get or, that. Or right. you're just thinking Hexagon. You're watching too much WandaVision. <laughs> Pretty, no, no. The... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Everybody's in the hex. It's funny. Everybody's in the hex. Okay. First of all, I'm just, I know, di- I'm digressing all the live long day today. However, if you're not watching WandaVision, you need to watch WandaVision. I'm just saying. Like, like, and you just need to. You just, the people who, like, I stopped watching the first episode. You need to watch. A sitcom from the 50s was boring. Yeah. Oh, my God. You need to watch. You need <laughs> to watch. You need to watch. Okay? Anywho. So, we come up on a close-up of Amelia. Mm-hmm. And we also notice that they're in the city of Pine Ridge. Right? And so we, so what you call it? What's the name of the show? Dino Fury. So, um, so Dino Fury, <laughs> Dino Fury's Pine Ridge. Mm-hmm. Beast Morphers was what city? Amber Beach? No, not Amber no, Beach. That's, no. that's Dino Charge. What was Coral Harbor? What was that? That, that I think that was Beast. That I think that's Beast Morphers. Morphers. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I think that. Yeah. I think yeah, because like because Ninja Steel was Summer Cove. Yes. Yes. And Amber Beach was um, Dino Charge. Dino Charge. So Coral Harbor, I think, was Beast Morphers. Yes. I think. They're all. They're all whatever. Yeah, but, it was Coral Harbor. Coral Harbor. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. But she, All right. She's got her little moped with her little ghost stickers and her Sasquatch and her Loch Ness and her aliens. It's adorable. It's cute. It's cute. Uh, and she catches up with Jane. Okay. One thing, though, I do have to say about Miss um, Pine Ridge, though. There must be no crime in this city whatsoever. It must be utopian because this girl just left her bike and didn't even <laughs> lock it, didn't do nothing. And I'm like, okay, girl, all right. You 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 know your sure. area. You know, I mean, it must be nice not to be patrolled. I It must be nice. It must be know? nice. It must yeah. be nice. You know, right. so I was like, all right, cool. You just all leave right. your stuff all over the place. Okay. You know, but she was just so enthralled with Jane. She was just like, hi, Jane. How you doing? Um, we later learn, learn on that. Later learn. Wow, words are hard. We later learn that, uh, like, Jane is, like, an editor of some sort, right? That's that's her boss. And and Jane is just like, wait a minute. We had a weekend? We, what? We had a, we had a weekend? What's going? Huh? I'm just like, all right. Okay. We could get the joke. Get it. We get it. <laughs> like we understand. Hey, at least like okay, so for me, like the first thing is, is the whole joke of her being like, Oh, we had a weekend. I was doing an article about people not doing, you know, enjoying their weekends or whatever it was. Like working it's on a, their weekends. Yes. Like it's a it's a silly joke, but like 
I still appreciate it because they're trying to integrate it into the show. They're trying to be a little bit clever, you know, like they're trying to, you know, explore her character, say this is who she is through the joke, you know, little things like that, just like with the alien stickers as well, where it's like that told you who Amelia is without Amelia saying, I'm the ghost person. I'm the person who, who loves the paranormal stuff like that, where I feel like in a lot of other seasons, they're just going to have the character just straight up say, this is my character trait. This is who I am. So they actually, you know, walk and talk and put until it into Zato who they did, are. But go ahead. Yeah. Say what? I mean, until Zato actually did. Like okay. Z yeah, that's a thing. We'll get to that. <laughs> that is a, that is a thing where I, that's a chicken and the egg scenario where I loved it, where I'm going to want to know, did the script inform the website or did the website inform the script? <laughs> But yes, uh, uh, I think I think I appreciated that banter. Mm -hmm. But then it was just like, oh, we're going to take it one step further. I'm going to meet the, the secretary. Did we have a weekend? I'm like, OK, like it was just like, I'm just like, you're clever. But now you're not. Now it's like, ah, you should stop. Like you should just. just, just stop. Yeah, that, that's the type of joke where you said it once. And then you said it twice and twice got annoying. You have to say it a third time to bring it back around to being funny again. That's how humor works. You got, we needed the third beat. We didn't get the third beat. Uh, I, I thought, I thought, I thought we got the beat. We got the beat. We got the beat. Yeah. So I thought we were good, but that's okay. All right. All right. So throughout this walking through buzz blast, Right. There's a moment where there, you know, you see the area, you see the hustle and the bustle of this buzz blast. Right. A lot right. of people in there. Oh, my gosh. The whole time. I'm just like, wait a minute. They I forgot they're filming in New Zealand. They could do this. This is so. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. Got I got anxious. I'm like, oh, I wish my country took it seriously. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that they, you just have the, the camera, you know, just doing full 360s around them. And then you just see these little pieces where it actually makes it feel like this is an entire company. You know, they're not just telling me this is a an Internet site. We're seeing, you know, the people filming their little segment. And then you hear the girls say, don't eat the glue, which I enjoyed. Um, but, yeah, like we're, we're actually seeing all these different segments being filmed, even though part of it is like contrived where they literally walk a small circle around this tiny little area and go back to the direction they came from. And I'm like, well, what, whatever. We're still seeing everything. But like, it was just nice and, and immersive, you know, like it actually made me feel like I have this entire set full of people. Although. If you're filming. And you're trying to capture sound that is clean. You're not filming in a place where there's a whole bunch of hustle and bustle right next to you. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just not. It's not. So I'm just like, all right, like, then maybe this is indicative of like one of those startups where you don't got no walls. Okay. All right. Whatever. But like, you, you would find a room, you would find something where you would, uh, you know, cause like, hey, look, the, all the, the TD and all them sound stuff, they got, they, they're in a room. They're in a room. And it's funny how, like, Jane just walks in and just looks like she knows what, like, they're doing. 
you, you don't know what they're doing. It's fine. It's fine. She's just got to act like it. And then she just walks out. I'm like, <laughs> she has a clipboard. She's important. We're important <laughs> things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So, like, Brandon, what is Amelia trying to uh, try to bamboozle <laughs> Jane? <laughs> so, Amelia is trying to bamboozle her into letting her go and, you know, cover Dino Hinge, you know, because she wants, well, first of all, she wants to do the paranormal stuff, which Jane has already told her, girl, I don't want you to be doing no paranormal stuff in my, in my, in my here, um, in my buzz, exactly, in my buzz, in my buzz blast, you know, I, I don't want that. But, you know, she's like, go ahead and cover Dino Hinge, but cover the actual landmark. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yes. Okay, good. Like, do but you no. have a permit? Sure. Sure. Like, completely lying. Completely Girl. lying. You know? I I just think that um the like Jane was just like, listen, you you're not gonna t- you're not gonna try to pitch me some paranormal crazy psychadoo wackadoo stuff, right? She's like no, 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 of course, no, no. I just, you know, no. there's just this place that happens to have these dinosaurs, and I just want to see what's going on. Just, I'm just like, girl, did you, did you do my my spot on lipsticks, huh? huh? Lip glosses, huh? And she's like, look, it's right there. Look at that. Boop. Did my work did yesterday. Look Got at you that. some free samples. Here we go. Now I'm uh, not gonna lie to you. I actually enjoyed this. I actually like this little scene because yes. I'm like, they actually did their homework. It's not like they were just like, oh, we're just going to just make up some stuff and, you know, just throw something together. And it looks nothing like this could be in the real world. Like, I actually felt like I've probably seen something like this on Instagram. So I was like, oh, this is actually mm-hmm. pretty good. Like, I appreciate this. Yeah, you have to like and subscribe to Buzz Blast. Like, it is, it is... I and I, this is one of the things I read in one of the articles, and I apologize, I do not have the article up. I forgot where I read it. However, Simon Bennett did say that he that they wanted to, like they, you know, the the whole high school thing has been done very recently, yes. and so they did not want to do high school age, so they wanted to age them up a little further, so that they they have jobs, right, and. And one of the most relatable jobs right now is a kind of BuzzFeed-esque place where people watching, even the four and six-year-olds, they are familiar with the BuzzFeeds and the YouTubes and how that works. And so that would be a little bit more relatable to them. And it's just, I mean, it's, you know, it's 21st century. Like, like it's nice to not have to like do the same thing yes is high school great and a staple awesome but like there are so many other uh sub themes to go and use in the 21st century like like we could like i I like this i do and especially when you have the editor being like listen you know what we cover okay we cover lip kits okay we cover we cover all these, all the stuff that the that y'all y'all Gen Z people want. Okay, okay. 
We, Top Jen's 10 the, glow in the dark lipsticks. Number six on. will blow your mind. Exactly. Okay. We are not doing no paranormal ish. Okay. Like, you know, like, because you, you, you saw Jane about to cuss. You knew she was just. <laughs> She's on the put up with this foolishness so many times like, already. So many times. Right. So that was just so relatable. It, I, for me, I saw Amelia being like, all right, let me get all the stuff that I know that my editor wants to do so that I'll have time to do what I really want to do, you know? Yeah. Um, this, this show, especially, you know, in the last decade or so, has been so stuck in MMPR. And like you said, Amelia has a job that when MMPR aired, nobody would have even conceived existed. Mm -hmm. Now that makes me feel old, but it's true. The closest we had was VR Troopers, where they were a little older. And Caitlin Starr was was a journalist. What an idea! You know? Yes. And um, yeah, yeah. Like, so, and we thought, oh my gosh, they're older. They have jobs. Like, we thought that was cool. Well, Ryan Steele didn't have a job. He just okay, was well, a bum. Was, well, you know, he was a bum. Just, I mean, in general, <laughs> I was talking about they are older and therefore have the ability to have jobs that are not school. So, are you, how are you affording all those vests, Ryan? Listen, you don't have a job. Listen, his father. Okay, had to leave him something. Probably had a, probably had a couple of good patents or something. Inherited <laughs> money from that. Oh gosh! So that's the thing. That's that's what I did appreciate about this scene in particular that that spoke to me. I'm just like, yes, this is this is real. <laughs> like this this actually happens. So I appreciated it. Yeah. Um. It goes back to what I was saying earlier is that so often. In recent memory, this show has just told us who these characters are and what they do. But this entire opening scene, you know, we see where she works. We see her actually doing her job, trying to get the next thing that she wants to do. In, a, in the next scene, we're going to actually see her filming, you know, her blog thing for, for Buzz Blast. We're actually, you know, we're actually being immersed in this world. Heck, there are more people working at Buzz Blast than I ever saw in the actual school at Ninja Steel. Which would have hundreds of kids. <laughs> Yo. So, so it feels like a real world. It does. Oh <laughs> That's true. God. Okay, to be fair though, like in that buzz blast though, like there were a bunch of people who were just standing there just to stand there. Like they were just like, ooh, foosball? All right. How I was gonna this say work? they stole that foosball table from the Ninja Steel school. <laughs> they stole it. <laughs> I'm just stuff that looks that like like literally buzz blast i said on my twitter i was like buzz blast is like the riptide gym and summer cove high like had a baby and was just like and then the baby was just like but i'm an adult though so i'm a, i'm i'm, I'm a, i have a job it's me buzz blast like it just it just the colors everything just looks so similar and I'm just like, wait a minute, that foosball, that's Ninja Steel. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. <laughs> What's going on here? So it's a mixture of everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also I also like, by the way, at, at the very end, though, this, this Jane chick, she walks into her office. There is nothing in her office. Nothing. <laughs> There's like a table and a plant, and that is it. 
But like you go up to her, you go up the stairs. Is there a landing on the stairs? Like it just seems like stairs. You walk into her office. Like girl, if you have, if you a little sleepy, if you happen to get, do not, do not just step out into out of your office and don't look down because you will bust your kneecaps all the mm-hmm. way <laughs> yes um at the same time though it was nice because like we did this walk and talk and we saw her briefly walk into another room and then at the end we see her walk into her office where it actually still again makes it feel like it's an entire building where other rooms exist and it's not just a, a static set like i'm, I'm actually right. feel like i was in this entire front area of this office it's nice the walk and talk was was very good for like establishing space yeah. and like showing that us that we have this entire world that again I don't know how the other rangers are going to factor into Buzz Blast. We'll see. Yeah. Are they all going to get their own column? I don't know. But you know, it was it was a, it was a nice it's a nice area for their communal group, you know, cuz like I think Simon said in one of those interviews that typically it's like we have the heroes base, the villains base, and then we have whatever their Social communal space. area is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I assume that's what Buzz Blast is going to be for the entire series. And if it is, I like it. It's it kind of reminds me of like if that if that's the case. Because normally, I mean, listen, we can't just walk it up into a BuzzFeed and be like, yo, we just hanging out. Like we can't do that. Like that's not that's not that's not the move. But if it was more like a um like if Buzz Blast were in a space that was more like we work, you know, where you are like there are different companies within that building. Mm-hmm. Then that would make more sense because then you would have that communal space of working together. You know, you're you you see different companies, you pass by different people working in different spaces, and and then there is a communal area in which somebody can you know have get a little snack or whatever now everybody gotta pay for this right you can't just be walking up into the spaces and be like yo what's up however <laughs> mm-hmm. however True. i can suspend some disbelief if that it were that so i am curious to see how they're gonna incorporate the alien and and the step siblings uh, I, you know and and whatever ollie is gonna do I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna incorporate that. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're just like, no, nah, like we we out here. We got our own jobs. You know, as a mean? mom, what else do you want? So speaking of, okay. So we get to uh Amelia is in the forest. The the forest that we all know. The forest that we're very familiar with. Don't go into the and, forest. And and uh and she has her little contraption. Uh and she's shooting on her little GoPro. And uh, and then she's just like, oh, I see. I think I see something, right? And she uses her contraption. She catches um Ollie, right? And and because he was riding his bike through the through through the forest. Tell With me, a, a giant poncho on. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Why? It was are contrived. You wearing a white poncho. That's way bigger when it's not raining. There's no weather. There's no weather. You ha- there's no weather. There's what no weather. You- Come on. Yes, uh, I think that I think made no sense. The entire interaction that came out of it was great. However, him wearing this massive white poncho because it kind of looks like a ghost, I guess, a cartoon ghost, um, was very very contrived. 
I'm just like, because I watched it back. At first, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, okay, all right, that's cute. But I watched it back, I'm just like, you, there's no weather. Like, it's not like, oh, it's kind of raining. Let me, you know, like, like, even if you were to incorporate a contrived, like, oh, look, you know, it's been, you know, the rain has been spotty or something or whatever, for him to have a reason to wear a poncho. But even then, even then, men you too you guys are men um mm-hmm. are you wearing ponchos when you're out there riding your bike like are you wearing ponchos like you I are not wearing the, ponchos i can't remember the last time i've ever worn a poncho period you're not wearing a poncho like you're just not no yeah um yeah no you're wearing a jacket at the very least Yes. Like you are not coming in acting like you're going to see Niagara Falls. Like that's not the move. <laughs> yeah, couldn't he have been? I don't know, like a lab coat or something. I don't know, something it, white. It's just weird. Right. It was just weird, bro. So and then like cause it was so it was so um it was so cumbersome for him like to take it off. And I'm just like, you look like a regular person in this poncho. That you, this is what you would normally wear. Don't do don't do that. But anyway, but we okay. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. We'll give you some grace. But we'll yes. Some grace. So so Amelia uses her <laughs> her gun that she has that I on the side it says it is the spook snare. That is what it is called. Okay. Yes. And she has a thing that Sarah would make from Ninja Steel. I was gonna say Why? yes. When we first when we first saw the preview clip and I didn't have any, you know, context i thought it was oh my gosh the pink ranger once again is the smart one making random dumb inventions we just did this but no it's it's just you know something she bought that is a i I will say this i i I do not believe in ghost but i know from watching you know clips of all these ghost hunter shows that people will sell folks who believe in ghost all of this nonsense Mm. all of these dumb contraptions they just fleece them out of money by selling them all these giant weird inventions. So that part does kind of kind of make sense that she would okay. have this. It doesn't work. It doesn't although it actually does shoot electricity at people. So that's <laughs> sure pretty cool. Does. That's I mean that's useful for other things. You should just have that, you know, in case someone tries to steal your your moped that you don't lock up. Like you, you should have never at them. You walking around with a bazooka taser. Like that's that's literally what you're walking around with. Mm-hmm. You are tasing people, bro. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Some people are young enough to not know that reference. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. That's that's sad. That's disheartening. It's true. Um, so yeah. I mean, yeah, so it's it's really funny because so she shoots him with the net and then she turns it on and accidentally electrocutes him. Haha, ha, silly Power Rangers joke. But I think it's important because it it like legitimately becomes important later on in the episode. It's actually something that they call back to in a different way, which is good. Right. And I, I also really enjoyed his 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 response was like because because uh you know she said, Why are you out here in the forest? And he said, Oh, um, online review said it was a great place to get zaps, so I'm giving it five stars. Like, Look I love that. Funny. That was that was funny. That, that was, was funny. legitimately funny. Like he said it just real deadpan quickly. I'm like, that's funny. That's good. That's like natural humor that we don't really get on Power Rangers a lot. We don't normally. No. And plus, also too, I I love the fact that there's instant conflict 
because like normally mm-hmm. under normal circumstances 10 years ago well not 10 years but earlier in the saban regime the the neo saban regime if that would have happened it would have been oh i'm sorry yeah you know yeah you shocked me yeah it's okay my name's ollie Instantly, he's like, no, like, mm-hmm. you just shocked me. <laughs> and, girl, you're choosing violence, and I'm coming for your neck. Like, that's that's kind of like, you know, what it was. And I really appreciate that it's, like, instant conflict between the two. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, I don't appreciate that you did that. So I, I, I like the little banter and the little situation. And he brings it up multiple times. Multiple times. Yes. Hey mom, this chick shocked me. She shocked me. She shocked me. Like she like hello. Like it's so that so that is the difference between I guess that I appreciated the the triplicate. Right? Mm-hmm. Bring yep. it home. Right? Bring you know what I mean? Bring it back. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, this is funny. And I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize, you guys. There were there was no uh wacky duo making the joke jokes mm-hmm. you know with the slapstick heck when she shot him with the net we didn't even hear we didn't no we didn't <laughs> we didn't need a silly cue of music <laughs> crazy how that works um but like okay so le- legit though i, I do i do want to say that like one of my favorite things throughout this entire episode is like you were saying the way the relationship between ali and amelia develops because you know, they meet each other, instant conflict. When they talk to mom, it seems like mom's kind of like, hey, you want to get together? And then when they're packing up, you know, they're talking about, I don't believe in ghosts. Well, I believe in logical things. Well, ghosts are cool. Well, you're you're close-minded, blah, blah, blah. Like, we have this relationship that goes back and forth, you know, good and bad, and they, be, and they, and they work together in the end, and all this sort of stuff where I think if this actually developed long-term, you know, like if they actually made this a relationship, so to speak, in the show and had this contention that sort of grew, like that would be really interesting if they actually formed into a couple throughout the course of the show. And it wasn't just like a simple Power Rangers like, oh, we like each other, blah, blah, blah. We're great. This is all you really need to know. You know, like I'm actually feeling an organic development between these two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. I that's not where I, w- I thought you were going um, mm-hmm. when you meant relationship. Um, but let's double I back. Mean, let's do- let's. I, I I will I will get to that. I just want to double back, and I don't want to forget. Doctor Mom. Okay. Yes. Doctor. Doc- yes. Doctor Mom. Okay. Like homegirl. Because like, listen, Amelia understands. Okay, she did shock the man. Let me help him get to this dino hinge because he's running late. I have he a physical to, map. You know, let me go and take out my <laughs> physical map because we're not in the 21st century. So that's the other part. I'm just like, all right, you guys. Like, okay. Like, like she would have her phone. Like, just let her use her phone. But okay, that's fine. That's fine. Let's. Okay. So then they get to the dino hinge. All right. Dr. Mom. Okay. And. And Dr. Mom, she's just like, all right, nice to meet you. Okay. All right. Already trying to hook her son up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. She's just like, mm-hmm, I like her. Mm-hmm, I like, I like her. I like her. And she's like, yo, she shocked me, bro. Like, no, like, mom, stop. And and for me, where I thought you were going with that was I 
I wanted to see their relationship as in like whether it's a friendship or not like so, like starting off with conflict not agreeing on things I don't want you to agree on things on episode three like I just I don't need that like that's not we that, that you know it, it'll solve things too quickly um but I also don't need for them to be together no I mean whatever you go with it if it's a friendship or if it's something more I don't really care which way you go I just again want it to feel super organic and I do feel like it's probably going to be a recurring theme just because like when we read their bios the whole thing that they focused on was she loves the paranormal he's super logical like those were the the Mm -hmm. main bullet points Mm -hmm. for each of them Right. So I think this is something that is going to be a recurring theme and whatever it develops into, I, I want to see it develop. You know, I want to see these two characters have conflict on and off again. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't also like, don't beat me over the head with it though. Don't be like, no, I no, am no. logical. Yeah. I yeah. The, like com- the conversation they had when they were packing up was close to that. It was, it was bordering on a little bit of yeah. beating yeah. me over the head with it. So I want I want to talk a little bit about this Dino Henge, okay? So I understand that the whole point of this is like, oh, it's it's some weird paranormal thing. You got you shouldn't pay attention to it that Jane said earlier. You know, it's not it's not a big deal, whatever. It's just some historical landmark. I'm like, in the real world, we have Stonehenge, which is just a bunch of stones on top of each other looking like pie symbols. You know, there's nothing fancy about them. They're just straight up stones. And here we have six stones in a circle, intricately carved to look like six specific dinosaurs. Like, I feel like that would be a huge, huge, massive landmark that everybody would would know about and talk about and be like, what the heck is this thing that, that all looks like actual dinosaurs? You know, like this is not some 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 thing that was accidentally formed thousands of years ago or whatever or any of this foolishness or oh aliens put it well actually aliens did put it there um but but people don't know that so like when when this warden comes in in a hot second like i feel like he must be having to beat people off with a stick every single day that are like amelia just trying to get in here and study this stuff because it is insanity that your city would have these six giant statues. So, I at first I'm like, all right, maybe this park cop is just Paul Blart. <laughs> yeah, I, and maybe he's just a busybody. Like he just is just a curmudgeon, whatever. But then I'm just like, well, the government says. Maybe that they this is a secret location and they are the government, right? So if it's the latter, then wouldn't you think that maybe they would kind of like rope it off or something where it's some Area 51 situation if they don't want people mm-hmm. to keep accessing this area? Why are you having park cop over here? Being like, yo, you you guys know better, and you know that Amelia has been interacting with this man multiple times. So just rope it off, clear it. Like y- y'all have, like y'all got a little bit of money. 
Like, does all the money got to go to the park cop? I guess, you know, he got to make a living. I guess so. But, I mean, just saying. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was a little that's the odd uh, That's me. the Power Rangers suspend disbelief thing. Yeah. Like, right, right. Um, But, so the good thing about this scene, though, was that, you know, so he comes in. And, you know, Amelia calls him Buzzkill and then and then the mom, you know, doesn't even realize and she calls him Buzzkill, too, that it's a joke and not his actual name, (laughs) which I thought was cute. It was very great. I love that. But we learn his last name is Garcia. So from what we know, he is most likely the father of Mm -hmm. our other two Rangers that have not shown up yet. Again, I think it's a really good idea because it establishes him. It establishes them because you know, if uh, if Javi's like, oh, I'm I'm Mr. Punk Rock Rebellious guy, it's like, oh, it makes sense because his dad has a stick up his butt. Right. So, you know, you, we don't even have to see these two characters and we're already getting part of who they are, which is just, right. you know, fantastic little bit of foreshadowing. Um, and also by, you know, him coming in to, to bust them and have the mom have to fill out paperwork, that gets the adults out of the scene. You know, it's so it does it does a lot of things at once. Yeah, because at first I didn't re- I I I was just like, all right, though, like, but like he's just gonna leave his mom. Like, what's up? But then it's like, oh, okay, the the adults were just, like, part cop was like, okay, you, you, ma'am, you need to go with me, fill out some fill out some forms, okay? Mm-hmm. And then she tells Ollie, um, okay, meet me in town, right? Pack up this stuff, meet me in town. Yeah, right? we got the info we need for now. You can just pack up and meet me in sound. Yeah. But like, but then, okay, but okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <gasps> if she, she is going to be going into town with the park cop to, or wherever she's going. Oh, well, maybe, uh, well, hmm. I guess you can read it as wherever she's going to fill out some forms is, you know, right around the corner. Okay next to like some other forest uh office right she goes with the park cop and then he can be packing up the car or whatever uh and then and then we'll later on meet her into town because he came on his bike anyway right Mm -hmm. i guess that's how because i was just trying to figure out the logistics of just like but wait a minute wouldn't somebody be leaving their car or leaving their stuff? I was going to say, know. we don't we don't see a car, so how'd they get all that stuff there in the first place? I'm assuming she she parked elsewhere. I'm assuming. I mean, listen, like, she have her U-line equipment, you know what I'm saying, with her carts and whatever. Like, she didn't just, you know, roll it all the way from her house. Like, she got a car somewhere. Her, her car's probably parked behind all the statues for the other dinosaurs that become Zords later on. Probably. Somewhere, somewhere just Probably. off camera. Exactly. Oh you know, it's, come on now. Like, you know, like the time that we went to the command center, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a parking lot, right? So we made sure that we got to the parking. They have a parking for mm-hmm. the underground bunker that is made by aliens. It's fine. It's fine. Sure. We'll go with that. We'll, we'll go, go with that. Yeah. So here's, okay. So here's the other thing, okay? So, like, when she had the drone, she being Dr. Mom, had the drone, right? The drone goes up in the air, scans these dinosaurs. It starts glowing. Glowing. And then there's an earthquake or whatever. I'm just like, 
none of these people black. Because I would have ran. I would have been like, I'm done. Okay. This is blowing. <laughs> Earthquakes. I'm done. Like, I, I, I mean, at least stand next to something where something can't fall on me or nothing. Like, I, it's a wrap for me. Right? Uh, but no, Dr. Mom was just like, nope, I want the smoke. I want all the smoke. Like, what? I want all the smoke. Um, I don't know. Is uh, Brandon, as somebody who lives in California, are you at the point where you're just like, oh, it's an earthquake, whatever? Yeah. Or do you still take it seriously? I mean, it depends. It depends. Like, if it's like shaking and going and gyrating and going crazy, then yeah. But for the most part, depending on where you are, you'll feel like a little shaking. It's like, oh, okay, earthquake. I'm just sorry. Just deal with it. If you have dinosaurs with glowing eyes, and then there's an <laughs> earthquake, you'd be like, "No, that's again. Yeah, no, I'm not. Not pretty good. No, this is a normal day. Normal day. Just a Tuesday. Uh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just wondering because I've literally never now experienced adding in the dinosaurs with the glowing eyes. No. <laughs> but, but okay my first i'm not gonna lie my first time experiencing an earthquake yes i freaked out like i'm I mean literally i i freaked out but then again also my very first time experiencing an earthquake it woke me up at 5 a.m and i fell out of bed because it shaked it shook the bed that hard so <laughs> that was my first one but you know i since i've been here we've had like maybe four earthquakes so i'm like eh. Trying to get All used right, to it so after a while. Next time that you violent. have one where like, like okay. some paranormals about to like eat you alive, cool. Give me that context. <laughs> Let me see how you act. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. See, and and this is another old reference for people. But when I just saw that thing go up in the air and start scanning, and then I see all dinosaurs glowing, I thought I was watching Transformers Beast Wars, and everybody was about ready to get alternate forms so they could transform into giant purple T Rex. Did not happen. <laughs> that is exactly how that show starts. Oh, really? It does. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, it yeah does. they crash. They crash on the planet, and they need alternate forms, so they scan, and you see it like scan fossils, you know, and yeah. all this different stuff, and it's like, and the dinosaurs, and then boom, we got a raptor, we got a T Rex, different got... animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly how it works. You see a scan uh, a gorilla. You see a scan a cheetah. Oh, bunch right? of random stuff. Mm-hmm. So, well, maybe this is our Wonder Vision after all. They seem to be parodying a lot of shows, right? <laughs> I'll be down for that. Oh I'm, my I'm gosh! Um, so... I mean, the the red red's Mecco has has a big big mode, so he kind of kind of looks like a transformer. He's kind of got that mode. So, well, but I mean. Yeah. We well, first of all, we didn't get any Zords uh, in this episode, right? They were mentioned. They were mentioned. We saw Ollie, them. Yes, Ali and Ali mentioned. You know, he's like, "We're gonna get Zords." Yeah. However, so that was nice. Did, but but we didn't. We did not see them in action. We did not get. To, we did not receive them. Uh, and the other thing that just seems out of the blue like okay well I'm here and whatever and you know I'm gonna look cool whatever is this void night okay this void night after you know park cop is all you know busting up the fun void night is here and is like okay looking for this energy and 
and just creates a whole mess, a whole big mess to look for his energy. Uh, now, I didn't watch Ryu Soldier. Mm-hmm. So, Void Knight in Ryu Soldier, what was the purpose of Okay. Um, you so can here's explain the thing. this. Cause, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. So, it feels like in this show, they're using Void Knight as, like, the main bad guy. Okay? Um, in Ryu Soldier, mm-hmm. they didn't really have that. They had, like, two or three different bad guys who were, like, in charge from time to time, and they would switch off. Mm. Um, The Void Knight was actually just a evil suit of armor, Um, and he would possess people and take them over. And and so and, and before um, Resoldier even premiered, they even had a a special where he took over like Captain Marvelous and Luca Milfi, you know, from Gokaiger. Like he would take he would take them over. Um, and so he was a constant threat, but he was always in the background. He wasn't there all the time. He would just show up when he needed to. Right. And about halfway through the series, he actually becomes a good guy. So I don't think we're going to get that. Um, actually in the back of my mind, a little bit of me does worry because a lot of people were saying, oh, maybe Void Knight is actually the sixth ranger being controlled because they were thinking of Ryu Soldier. Mm-hmm. And while that could be interesting and that could be true, part of me is against that because that's kind of how they introduced the sixth ranger in Dino Charge. Like he was yeah. caught in the bad guy. So, oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. So, I mean, and granted, you can reuse concepts. There's nothing against that, as long as you tell a good story. But, right. you know, people are always looking at, like, Dino Charge and Dino Fury, and they're like, boy, these are just the exact same thing with the designs and the color scheme and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, maybe you shouldn't do that then because of that? Um, right. But who knows? So yeah, they're using him as the main bad guy, and honestly, since his armor looks so cool, I'm okay with it. Do it. Use him. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't disagree, you know, with using him as the main bad guy. I mean, actually, I, I agree. Like, use him. I mean, that'd be great. My only thing is that what I don't want is this to be a situation where all where they do exactly what Ryu Soldier did and just make him just be just exist aggressively. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually use him and make him be important. <laughs> like, yeah. Please yeah. do that. You know, but I mean, I have no issue with them actually using him or, or using the armor or hell, even using the, you know, the concept of having someone important being stuck in him. Like that, that'd be cool. But, you know, just make him important. <laughs> That's all. Yes. I for for me it seems as if this this void knight isn't the main baddie. It's like the underling. Well, I'm gonna say underling, but like whatever commander that's under the main baddie who does sit on its throne and does nothing as void knight goes to do all the work, right? Mm-hmm. So while I don't want that again we normally get that and we normally get like oh the backstabbing of the person like we that's like a normal thing um but i don't but i don't 
feel that uh, menacing presence from this void not yet. Like, it just feels like, oh, okay, like, you some dude, uh, you know, a little, little deeper voice, okay? You, you, you fighting and stuff, but you, I mean, you're not, I'm not afraid of you, you know? I don't feel like I'm afraid of him. Um, so part of me thinks that you could be right, but also because they have all of this footage of these two or three other generals, you know, who are in charge a lot of the time, maybe he is the big baddie and they work for him. So just because that would be best use of the footage is of him commanding them. So. All right, listen. All right, listen, it seems as if <laughs> here's a little let me just just, just peel it's gonna peel the curtain just a little bit, right? Every night that we record, okay, sanitation <laughs> in my neighborhood <laughs> likes to interrupt the show. And every night I have to pause the show and be like, all right, because it could be heard on my microphone. Every time, right? Sometimes they're early, sometimes they're late. It just seems as if they wait. They wait until I am an hour into the show and they were like, aha, she's talking. Let's collect the garbage. I'm just like, all right, well, <laughs> let's take this break. And let me tell you guys about Amazon. Okay. So one of the things that we didn't get to cover this week, but I'll 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 insert it here, is that Lightning Collection Wave 8 is now shipping from Amazon US, right? I don't know about the other Amazons. I'm so sorry. But from the US, they started shipping. And I got a notice about um about Sid, about Ethan and and Leo. And and it's going to be be and they are shipping. I think by the time that you may even hear this i might even have them in my hands like so i'm just like won't he do it uh so if you would like to get your lightning collection wave eight you can go to nop.ink slash amazon eight and then you can order get get your wave eight you know join in on the fun all right and you're like ah you know lisa look i'm not I don't need to buy any more toys right now. That's fine. You can also bookmark nop.ink slash Amazon. That is our associate link. And almost anything that you purchase from Amazon, there's a little change that will come to us. And that supports the show. There are plenty of things that you can get from Amazon besides toys. I mean, like literally almost anything. And I constantly shop there because especially in these times, it's just very easy for us to stay safe and make sure that we're not out in the streets. So again, the link is nop.ink slash Amazon. That is our associate link. If you bookmark it, like, and you just shop and just remember, don't type in amazon.com. Don't do that. Just click on that bookmarked link then I would be eternally grateful. And I thank the folks who have done so thus far. I really do. Um, so, uh, yeah, again, the link is nop.ink slash Amazon and get your Lightning Collection Wave 8. And you can also pre-order Wave 9, too. You might as well, you know, because you just never know. You might, you look, listen, these, let me tell you something. 
these like wave eight was supposed to come out what april right mm-hmm. and they were just like nah b we're not keeping this in our warehouses we should ship these out now <laughs> let's go oh it landed it landed here early in the u.s ship it out now let's go and that's just kind of like the nature of the season i mean you know the pandemic has shown stuff to be either like delayed delayed or if we get stuff early they're like we need the space ship it that's just my you know interpretation because i mean crap an april release and then you're and then you're shipping like mid-february like it's, it's you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that's that's i mean i haven't seen when's the last time a wave has shipped that early from its release date i was gonna say like it's pretty common for people to find waves like maybe two three weeks early in stores but to mm-hmm. actually get them shipped from the retailers that doesn't usually happen yeah that is, so listen the these times just make sure that anytime that you're pre-ordering just make sure that you have that money set aside already okay 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 because these times all right like even with wave nine um like i or we got purports about it coming in july and then, you know, sites were saying August, some sites were saying July. So just be prepared for June. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just be prepared and have that money set aside, okay? NOP.I, guys, slash Amazon book market today. Okay, let's get back to the show. I don't remember what I said before. I'm not going to lie to you. I know that we were talking about Void Night and things. Um, I just think that I just want something different than what we're what we normally get we may we may not you know i usually with with power rangers it's that you know if there are trying to try if they're trying new things with other aspects of the show there might be one aspect that kind of stays the same so that they can just have a peace of mind it might be the villains usually is so we will see we will well, see and and if they want to, they can give Void Knight a power up for season two because he does have an alternate poopy brown form. Ew. Yes. Why would you power up to brown? Oh, well, it's it's when a good guy, the old man, gets to use the uh, use the armor. So it's kind of a joke in the in Ryu Soldier, but but they would use it as like power up form so we can re release the toy. Uh... Yeah. So. This Void Knight, though, goes in, makes a mess, go, starts going into this base, right? Mm-hmm. And like the non-black selves they are, they follow him. Um, so, again, I know we have to have a show. I know we have to have a show. So it has to happen. But they follow him, right? Yes. And then, then, um, Jeremy, what do we see in this scene? Uh, well, the two that followed him, first they have to hide behind the collectibles, you know, <laughs> that we're going to use throughout the season. <laughs> the Tower of Collectibles. <laughs> but yeah, so Void Knight is just, he's just, you know, he's got his little scanner. He's looking around the room of all this storage equipment that looks exactly like the same storage equipment from Beast Morphers. Oh, um, yeah, look at that. <laughs> but yeah, a door just like randomly opens behind him, and we see our our new favorite cyborg dinosaur, Solon, 
and she is just she's playing with the control panel she's trying to get it to work because she is trying to awaken the red ranger already morphed just chilling in cryostasis doing his thing and it's not working right and then i i like this little part because um void knights like you know he 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 calls her an old lizard and then she's like i'm a dinosaur and i am not that old right and then so he starts to attack her he he uh, you know he mashes up the console and then ollie runs in with his sword and he and he stops void knight and Ali's like, you there's leave this, that old dinosaur alone. Yo, there's this music cues. I love that too, because though it's like it's a little joke because he he called her old too. Yeah. He 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 corrected the dinosaur lizard thing, but he's like, Yeah, she's old. Yeah. Yeah. Like you still old, bruh. Like you still mm-hmm. old. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Oh my gosh. This is the part where um what to call it? Where, like we we've, we've seen this promo, right? We've seen this, uh, and so for me, it's like okay, well, I don't know. I, it's not really much to add because I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. However, can we? I I keep wanting to call her Salon. That's not her name. Like I keep wanting to call like yo, that's the Salon. That's Salon. I'm like, but it's Salon. Yeah, you already went. You already went through two years of of Davon and Salon. <laughs> like, <laughs> just say the name. Okay, see, it rhymes with Davon. Okay, got Davon you. And Solon. Solon and Salon at the Salon. Salon. Okay. But no, Add I, the J I, I, on I, there. You got Solange. Oh. Yo, Solange. Okay, all right. <laughs> Got you. So then, so Solon, jeez. <laughs> yeah, keeps, say it like so long, like so long. Okay, Solon. She is a. What does she call herself? She what says she's a Solanosaurus later on. Solanosaurus, yeah. Yeah, so easy. Is that enough. a thing? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. No. <laughs> like, I, don't, I know I'm not no dino connoisseur, but I'm just like, that ain't a thing. Okay. So she is old, okay? Because she also 65 million years old, okay? So let's just. But I don't. But this is what I don't understand. Oh, so I guess maybe she's able to survive that long because she is a robo dino. But we, you know, we'll find out. I'm sure eventually we'll get some more. We don't really have any backstory on her yet, so we don't know. Only we just that, know she that was, she's like, been in battle too. That's you know something like that. Yeah, I mean she's right, gotta right. gotta have some ability because like you know she's been holding down the fort. Well, it's like well Zeta, we gotta put him in cryostasis, but mm-hmm. I'll just be awake doing my thing. Yeah. So she must be so bored. I mean. Like just... this whole time she like don't like talk to Alpha or nothing, be like, yo, what's up? I know I know you old too, but I'm real old though. Like, you know what I mean? Like I got a few million years on you, you know what I'm saying? So like I was gonna say, like they've been there for ten thousand years versus her sixty five million. It's not even comparable. It's not even. In the slightest bit. Like they've okay. been oh my gosh. Yeah, no. So okay. 
So fight ensues, right? However, mm-hmm. he was a little little something something, right? You have Ali blocking that shot from the Void Knight, and then you also have Amelia with her. What was it called? The bazooka thing? It was the bazooka the, uh, taser. The spook was snare. I like bazooka taser better, but okay, cool. The spook <laughs> snare uses it against the Void Knight and electrocutes him. Like, okay, that's the callback. I appreciated that. I was just like, great. Something that was a joke that turned into be useful for a moment. <laughs> because, well, no. because so long was trying to go so long with that, uh, what was it called? That key? One of them keys? She was like, here, use this key so that you can control the the, the henchmen like that that doesn't sound like a great idea because hey, I, I just like that I, that I got to see an original key you know this is an american only key oh really oh yeah i can tell from the back i can tell which key they used as the basis for it but yes it's an american only key but you know she throws she throws it and uh gets intercepted at the goal line by void knight and I, I, first of all, like, I love the name Hengeman. It's fantastic. Sounds like Hengeman playing off the Dino Henge. Very, very nice. Best foot soldier name in a long, long time. It, it makes total sense. Oh, very creative. How, how, how y'all, how y'all like, how y'all, how y'all like the foot soldiers? How y'all like, you like the look of them? They're fine. They're whatever. Like I, I typically like more foot soldiers that have a little more armor on them, like these do. Um, I mean, I'm not big on the on the whole chessboard theme, you know. Um, but beyond that, they look fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have a problem with them. I mean, they were. I mean, to be truthfully honest, they don't really they don't really appear that often anyway. So it's just kind of like, ah, eh, it's cool. Soldier. Okay. Got half of that sentence. <laughs> uh, I I'm assuming that he said that they don't they they, they do don't not appear, appear very often yeah. that often in real soldier proper. For me, I feel like it was like there was way too many accessories that were added to these henchmen, right? So. Mm-hmm. You already had the armor look and stuff, but then the back you have like, like it it, it looks like a like a chessboard or something like that, and whatever. Like it's it was a lot. It was a lot going on. So I'm just like, I'm gonna need you to take off one of them accessories to be kind of like cool looking, you know? Well, yeah. The thing on their back is their shield. They pull it off and use it as a shield. I see. Yeah. I right. See. Right. Um. Okay. Yep. Yeah, see, I like I like the idea that like you know. These are these are like you know foot soldier knights for these for these guys that guard everything, and then they just got turned evil because of the mistake that Salon made. Like I think that's a cool idea. Of course, you're also going to have to forget the fact that they clearly are supposed to be chessboard themed pawns, and then you're going to have a bunch of bad guys that all look like a rook, a bishop, or whatever, as, <laughs> as if they belong together the entire time because they do. But <laughs> we'll, well just ignore I mean- that. Well, maybe they might actually make a justification for it as they bring in the villains. Maybe. I mean, they've got the bad guy symbol in their ch- on their chest too. 
I mean, yes. <laughs> but ignore that. Ignore, ignore all that. of that, man. Ignore it, you know. <laughs> Power Rangers, right? You're doing the thing. Am um, I right? Yeah. <laughs> Things happen. But I think it's incredibly gutsy or stupid of Solon to be like, oh, so these rangers just grabbed these swords and they glowed, symbolizing that they, you know, whatever, have the heart or whatever of the cards to be Power Rangers, whatever it is. Um, and so she's like, I'm going to throw more keys. Because <laughs> that worked the first time. <laughs> what happens if this Dino Knight grabs that blue and pink key out of the sky? Well, what's going to happen next? <laughs> I'm just like, you know what worked the first time? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just like, how did you? And the thing is, it's like, you know, they do that regular Power Rangers thing where, like, everybody stands and watches them figure out that they're Power Rangers. So I'm like, okay. All right. Normally, I like the times when in seasons where they're trying to morph, but then the monsters are trying to prevent them from morphing. Mm-hmm. I like those. It's like, yeah, that's real life. They're not going to stand and watch you be like, all right, I'm going to watch you uh, get all powerful and stuff. All right. You know, like, this is not a thing. So uh, that was that with the whole keys thing. It's just like, all right, we're just going to stand here and watch her throw them the answer. I'm just like, okay. Right. <laughs> well, um, also, too, maybe, well, I guess I, I guess you can say I'm kind of going to play devil's advocate, but maybe it's just like the little foot soldier people don't really think. And they're just like, they're just there. So yeah, they mindless. weren't really trying. Yeah, exactly. They're mindless. So it's just kind of like, eh, we don't know what they're going to do. So we're just going to stand there and just surround them. And they're just like, oh, yeah, now we're going to transform. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did really, I don't know why, but I really liked Amelia's little line about like, is your sword kind of glowy? <laughs> like, I really enjoyed that. And then you see like the energy like travel from the sword through their entire body to their mm-hmm. other arm. So the, for the morpher to appear, I thought that was really cool, too. It was a nice little visual. <laughs> the special effects in this in this episode was actually pretty good. I, I have to say, like, that whole sequence with the energy and everything in the morphing grid, I enjoyed that. I think, it, I think it depends, because, like, that I enjoyed, but I did not like the CGI for, like, when a foot soldier exploded. That looked really bad. To me. Oh yeah, that looked that yeah, that looked weird. Yeah, it um, looked like it was stock. Like, oh, you know, insert rock breaking up here. Like, eh, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, yeah. I was, I was a little bit indifferent. I'm just like, I, I see what they're trying to do, but like, eh, I'm, eh, I would have, eh, I'm good. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, but what's her name? Solon. Solon. So uh. She she bangs the console. She was just like, "All right, we, we gotta do something," and then it works. And yeah, she did the Fonzie. And out comes uh, <laughs> uh, again making references that. Many That's people. a really old reference. If you didn't That's get the Beast Wars one, reference. you ain't getting that one. <laughs> uh, she hit the but, jukebox and went, "Hey!" And oh out comes God. the Red Fury Ranger being like, "Hey, what's uh, going on? What's who's?" Who's that? What's going on? Oh, okay. I'm fighting now. This is this is not good. Uh, and so that whole fight sequence in the base. Let's talk about the base itself. Like, likes, dislikes. Uh, 
Maybe, okay, okay. I know I was watching it on my laptop, but I'm. Did are you guys watching it on your TVs? I am. I'm okay. watching it on my computer that is a big screen. So okay. Because the reason why I ask is because it's it was very dark. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, was just, I was just gonna say. Yeah. I know this is I know they were you know he, she was not expecting company uh, so maybe all the lights came out once you know like mm. you know she was you know mid she was about to put some clothes on you know what I'm saying she was big getting ready you know and she was surprised I get it right so maybe right. or you know maybe she didn't play the light bill you know what I'm saying it's these trouble times you know so like yeah. let's just conserve some energy Right, uh, but bro, like I couldn't see. <laughs> like, I couldn't see anything. I was like, "What? <laughs> what is happening?" And I get the mood, like they have to set a mood, right? But I'm just like, right, right, right. At some point, I can't see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on a light. I'm gonna need a light to go on. Okay. I don't know who, what energy I got over there. Over here, we pay Con Edison bill. And we get lights. So let's just. You know, it's definitely a dark set with a lot of muted colors. I do wonder, like, if this is going to be the main base, if they're gonna, you know, splash a little color in it once the Rangers are all there doing their thing, um, you know, and it's up and running all the time. But yeah, like, I do feel like, especially in recent years, we've had a lot more muted colors. Like, as much as I like Beast Morphers, that base was just gray and gray and a little bit more gray. And I was like, ah, I wish I had, we had some more here, you know, a little bit, a little bit more vibrancy to it. So yeah, like this, because like the uh, the buzz blast is like all of these muted like turquoises, you know, stuff like that. And this yeah. is more of a muted brown. And I'm just like, I understand that the color is supposed to be the Rangers in their outfits, but like, I don't know. It, it, it's it's a it's a little depressing. So. Uh... So like, so the big I forgot with um the base itself, right? I I I could understand if like, all right, not all the lights are on yet. Like this is a surprise attack. Okay, cool. I could get that. Uh, I even don't mind the design of the base itself, right? I think you know we have the circular situation going on, and so it kind of looks cool. There's this like architectural detail that. Is a little that, that is new to the show, <laughs> but um, but I'm gonna need for me, for me, I just don't understand though, like why in certain parts of this this fight sequence, I'm just like, yo, Beast Morphers did the exact same thing. <laughs> so you had the part where what's his name, Ali. <laughs> He pushed the whatever the. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yo, this is Zoe. Like this is this is Zoe. Literally, <laughs> literally. Um, you had a uh, Amelia. She pushed over the, um, I guess the the shelf of stuff or whatever. I'm just like that. I mean, some things were just like, okay, this is exactly <laughs> Beast Morphers to the T. Uh, so I I found that funny. Because the base did resemble parts of Beast Morphers, but in a different way. So I'm just like, okay, I can, 
you know, like it looks different enough, so I'll forgive them. But then I, we got to the fight, some of the fight sequences, and just like, okay, you like you, you do know, like you just did this last time, like in the in the premiere, like you literally just did this. So, mm-hmm. you guys, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah. Other yeah. than that, though, I think the fight sequence was fine. I, I didn't have an issue with it. You know. Yeah, to be that. to be honest, I feel like the um the actual choreography itself actually felt a little more like first episode episode Um like it had more of like a premiere feel. Okay. Um rather than like Beast Morphers, which I appreciated. Um so I I, I actually like that a lot because the whole thing with Amelia with that swing and the sword around, like I, 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 that was like my main thing. I was like, "Ooh, yay! We're we're actually getting some real choreography here." Um, so yeah, like that stuff was actually really good. Um, especially when Zato even came in, it actually felt like there was some, you know, actual choreography here going instead of just like, "Oh, we're just using our special powers, like you know, our speed or super strength or our jumping ability, and that's it." You know, so I enjoyed that a lot more. It actually felt like, you know, a first episode versus like just random. Beast Morphin's first episode and their fights, okay? All right. They were throwing down, okay? They were throwing people across the room and th- like they, there were things that were happening in their premiere, okay? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna not let you come across these these internet waves with your propaganda <laughs> beast morphers and their premiere there was, there, was a, there was a difference to it though because like in beast morphers it was a lot of like oh we're like throwing things at the foot soldiers right. stuff like that and this one was like you know they had swords they didn't know what they were doing with them so they were you know like she especially was kind of flailing with it right but, well she didn't you know, have the fencing um training that, that yes uh, he did but go. they both had karate, though, so that was good. Right. <laughs> there both, you go. They, there you they go. both had a little bit of experience, conveniently. How, however, with Zato, right? So he is fighting off um, Void Knight. Cool. Like, he's, he's, he's holding his own. Mm-hmm. Void Knight, though, he finds the container with the Sporix. He does. And so it's a problem. And Zato's like, you know what's a great idea? I have this sword. I'm going to turn it into a dagger. You know what's a better idea? I'm going to throw this dagger. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to say, between, between you know, Zato and, and Solon, aliens should not be throwing things. No. We just need to stop <laughs> throwing things because you both are making mistakes. I mean, I guess they're a little sleepy. Like, they woke up from, like, 65 million year naps. Like, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot, you know? But in what world was that a good idea ever to throw? Um, but by the way, be- before he threw that though, I they didn't they didn't linger on it very long. But I did notice that the second watch through was he dropped uh, Void Knight dropped his little scanning machine like behind some crates and never got it back. He did, he- yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. Like how important that is in the future. Maybe if he has a connection to it and he can like remotely like spy on them or something like that or whatever. Yeah, you know? or if they can use it to like like scan to find the sporics or whatever or mm, I see, I see. Yeah, who knows. Mm. Um 
but yeah, yeah, like you said, like he he they they got to bust out that new dagger in episode one because everybody was so hyped for that dagger when they saw it in that one uh, promo shot. And the first yeah. thing they do with it is botch it. <laughs> I just it doesn't it didn't make sense. It did not it did not make sense. Like why are you throwing that? Like why? Like why? It's not a boomerang. It cannot come back to you. In fact, it came back to you in a negative way, and bust up the sports box. And then they escaped. So, you know. I know yeah. we're supposed to suspend some disbelief. I get it. But like, that don't and that don't make no sense. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is good in the long run in the fact that like, hopefully they'll play up the fact that Zato realizes, you know, this is my fault also. Like, I broke the thing up open after, you know, we get all of his backstory. So maybe that'll play into it in well, the future. He actually mentioned he I I thought he mentioned at the end of this episode that he failed. I thought that's what he. I mean, I think he was. I I don't think that's what he was talking about. He was oh, talking, maybe about... talking about the the war before. Yes, mm. right, the war before, right. and then they talk about the fact that like they tried to everything they could to destroy the sporks and they couldn't, so they just had to seal it away as best right. as they could. Um. So there's that, but. It, like it, yeah, fight? it is a double whammy for him after we get his backstory to be like, oh, and he's also the one that let the sporks loose. That's that's pretty rough, pal. Just feeling upward. Okay, got you. Understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, um the yeah, the sporks, they get loose. Void night out there in the streets, you know what I'm saying? You know? I, and... This is by the way, this is super power rangers because all the Sporks leave, you know, Void Knight, you know, blocks his path off, and then the one Sporks drops and turns into a monster, and what does the monster say? Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> so, how are, do you have an American Southern accent? <laughs> how? Listen, the, these Sporks, they acclimate very quickly. They're in California. <laughs> Listen, they they were in the South. They didn't say South of what. Uh, so there you go. Uh, yeah, I did stuff like that where I just gotta laugh and be like, "This is this is my Power Rangers. This is what it is." You have to oh every year, no matter what the origin story is, you have to have at least one monster that's that's cowboy. Just throw them in there. Yeehaw! Oh my gosh! Oh boy! Uh, I definitely missed that. I by missed that I mean did not blocked catch that at all. Yeah, I, t- I was like, yeah, I don't care, really care. Uh, so yeah. Um, but then, hello, hello. We get into the part where everybody wants to talk about. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Zato. Well, I and I keep wanting to call her Salon. Like that's not her name. Salon is introducing people like yo. This is Zato. This is da 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 da. Okay, whatever. And Zato don't even have to ask people name. He just you just he just grabs them by the arm. You are Ollie, and you are a scientist who likes logic and and science things. Grabs mm-hmm. Amelia by the. Oh, you are Amelia. You seek the truth, and you think Ali is a punk. <laughs> so, like, I mean, just I don't know. Like, <laughs> you think Ali is a punk? 
You you are Ollie. You're still mad this chick zapped you. <laughs> For real. <laughs> you know? Um, and how did can he do that? He's like, oh, he he's showing off. And, and he's like, I am not showing off. I'm just making sure that my, my telepathy still works. I'm just like, yeah, you check her. That's right. That's right. You don't tell me what I'm doing. All right. I'm the leader alien on this ship who, you know, what, by the way, what is up with what is up with with aliens and Power Rangers always having mind powers? Like, yeah, he's Andros, got the mind powers. Right? Andros, Masked Rider, Dex, dude, he's got mind powers. Like, they all got well, mind powers. Well, because they don't require CGI. Oh, that's 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 a solid point. That is a solid point. Yes, every like every like every alien race out you know in the world, except for humans, specifically humans from Earth, because Andros is also a human, have mind powers. Who had who did who had mind powers from SPD? Mm, Bridge. He was able Bridge. to read people's aura, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah. the government eventually like dice dissects Zato and gets the power to make Bridge. <laughs> when they area 51 <laughs> dino henge yeah so yeah that is very true It you do not have to add any extra special effects with telepathy just two fingers sometimes two fingers to the mm-hmm. temple you know looking very pensive with Zato, he just be grabbing people arm like, all right, I did not give you my arm. To yeah, I was gonna say you you've been asleep, so I'm gonna give you a pass that you don't know about the Rona. But <laughs> stop touching me. Facts. Although you just unleashed something probably just as bad as the Rona. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. Sporex, all these spores. I mean, like, let's. Ugh, ugh. So. Uh, Zato starts telling the rest about the backstory about how the Sporex came to be, right? Yes. Uh, Brandon, we're going to try you. And if you want (laughs) to tell the backstory of uh, Mr. Mr. Zato. All right. Well, let's see. All right. So... We go back to 65 million years ago. And basically, the Sporix attacked his home planet, which is Rafcon. He and the people of Rafcon that he led, the Knights of Rafcon, went and tried to, you know, stop the Sporix. But they were like, yeah, no, we're going to go ahead and destroy your planet. And they did. <laughs> so they went ahead they they had their fun and they left they decided you know what we're gonna go to earth and they went to earth and um zato and the knights followed them there the dinosaurs for some strange reason was like okay we realized they're they're a threat too so we're gonna help you which that kind of confused me but they didn't explain it so i'm like whatever um, so the knights and you know the dinos went ahead and um and joined together to fight the sporex but the sporex once again proved too much for them and even grew so you saw a scene of the dinos and zato and the knights running 
<laughs> from a giant sporex, which was actually quite comical. Um, so they're running away, and then finally, some some interesting people came through a portal beings. to assist. Beings. Yes. 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 Your beings. yes. yes. Color-coded uh, beings came through a portal. Mystic Knights of Tirnano beings. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, they do kind of look like the, the white, the, the chick from Mystic Knights. They do. Like... Okay. There are like six of them with color coded with color coded capes. No. Here's mm-hmm. where the morphin masses appear, mm-hmm. and they the the short version is they give they give each of these knights their uh, powers from the dinosaurs in order to fight off the sporix. Okay, like that's the short version. Okay, yes. um, and unfortunately. Uh, all of them did not survive <laughs> the the battle that is uh, uh, them and the Sporks after they got their powers. They called themselves, or the the Morphin Masters called them Power Rangers Dino Fury. Okay, so all right. mm-hmm. Morphin Masters, here we are. The what? In the CGI, was that <laughs> like again? If you are purposefully trying to do the bad CGI to kind of like, hey, look, we're the nineties. This is how bad our CGI is gonna be. Like, I, I mean, or is this? I mean, and then like when they were in production. Right, they didn't have the COVID like we have it over here, so I'm just like, what is that? What's that? Cause like it look, you like I don't I don't have words for how. <laughs> I, just, I, mean, I don't have words. Like I think their I think their outfits look fine until you get to the to the head. Head head gets a little weird. Um. Capes uh, a little too CGI at times. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I don't are know. they are they supposed to? Are I guess these Morphin Masters are they appearing similar to whichever beings that they are appearing? Like, okay, so you you you're talking to a bunch of knights, so we're gonna look like a bunch of knights to you. Is that like? What I mean, it is? their their appearance does look pretty similar to how they look in the comic. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that far off. Yeah, they actually are very similar. But the Morphin Masters in on the show, right? Mm-hmm. They appeared similar to whomever they were seeming to be talking to or dealing with. You know what I mean? So, like, yes, yes, the comic also had some night action looking, but like they looked way better than. <laughs> like the what is those faces with the eyes it was just bad it, no, it, so for me the thing with the morphing masters is i see them as very fertile ground because we haven't really explored them a lot you know we saw them in a very fuzzy shot in one episode of mmpr and then they showed up recently in the comics so 
they're giant MacGuffins, so they really can look like whatever they want to look like, and there's no established rules for them. So, you know, I'm not sure where they're going to go. My thing is, I've been seeing this fan reaction online, you know, people have been, you know, like, oh, you know, what? why, why is the... Why is the pink one and the green one? Why do they look feminine? And then when they make the Rangers, the 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 Green Ranger in the past has a skirt, which I feel like if they gave her a skirt, they're gonna have a moment in a future episode where Izzy's like, I don't need any of that nonsense. I'm I'm tough sporty chick. Which if they do, I love it. You know, comment on it and then move on. No one cares about the skirts, or no one should care. You know, people first are like, of all, yeah. No, I was gonna say yes. I agree with that one hundred percent, and that would actually be actually really cool if mm-hmm. they actually acknowledge the fact that she actually transforms for the first time or something, and you know she has a skirt. And she's like, "What? I don't need this," and just like takes it off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm good. You know, like that would be actually really cool. But you know, like you said, like it doesn't even really matter. Like, who cares? Yeah, and people are like, why is there a gold one instead of a yellow one? And I'm like. There's more than probably more than six Morphin Masters in the world, and they don't all have to be at the same place at the same time. It doesn't exactly. really matter, right? Like, people exactly. got things to do. Like, Yellow Morphin Master is chilling with Silver Morphin Master and White Morphin Master and Purple Morphin Master and doing whatever they want to do. Leave them alone. <laughs> and also, too, if you really want to, like, you know, compare it, I guess, compare it to the comics and stuff like that. Every Morphin Master, they have like different versions of different Rangers that they represent, depending on the color. So just because you don't see yellow there doesn't mean that yellow probably doesn't exist. (laughs) Yellow probably just wasn't there at the moment, you know, whatever the situation is. I read it as that is yellow in front of you. And they felt like, you know what? I'm going to make a gold Ranger because of and what? What you gonna tell me? What you gonna tell me? I'm a I'm a morphin master. What you gonna tell me? Huh? 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 I can do what I want. Like who cares? Uh, right. Yeah. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't matter either way. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I mean, we've we've seen so many times where gold and yellow have been interchangeably yes, worn yes, so much sir. to the point where it's like it's it could be literally the same thing. <laughs> beast morphers. Hello, yeah. beast morphers. Alone. It was just like. Yo, Zoe and Nate look like twins. Like, it's the girl by. Like, nah. yeah. I, I just love the fact that the Morphin Masters are there and then they, they cut the, the camera angle and you, to the five Rangers and then Gold just sidles in. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, I'm here too. Hey, what's up? Like, hey. <laughs> but it is really cool. Like, this, I think this is the first time we've ever seen the sixth Ranger in episode one. Right. Like, that's crazy. That's cool. I like it. That's what got me was just the just the notion of just having him already there and being like, he's a thing. It's not going to be a situation where it's like Zio, where you, it's like this random person just popped up and you're like, oh, I didn't even know he even existed. No, 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 no. We, he's here. We know he's here. Right. <laughs> and, and not only that, but like we get the shot that we saw in the promo where it's like, this is the end game once everybody gets their powers. We have these extra zords and all mm-hmm. six rangers have armor that they can eventually wear. Right, right. You just get a right. tiny taste of it, but like we got stuff coming, guys. Don't you worry. So, and, and also, by the way, for the people yeah. who are always worried about skirts, I hate to tell you, but those six suits are all filled by guys right now. They're all guys. Calm down. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
The pig ranger? That's a dude. That's a that that's a Japanese guy. It's okay. I'm yeah. a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. Cause we're all dudes, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, and like I see it so much where it's just like it, it boggles my mind to the point where it's just like, y'all really do be sitting here thinking that these are women in these in these costumes. And it's like, how first of all, what well, I mean woman they used to. Know? I mean, like, I mean it, it depends. They, yeah, it, 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 it depends. Yeah. And in some but seasons, no, no, no. And some in some seasons, seasons yes. where there's two girls, where there's two girls, one of the suit actors is a girl and the other one isn't. Like Go Kaiser. Right. And most Go- of the time it's always that short guy, the one who plays all the females. Yes. Um, there, yeah. There's a there's a guy yeah, like in Go Kaiser, there's a guy in the yellow suit, but there is a girl in the pink suit. Girl in the pink. Just just yeah. deal with it. Right. But no, what I was gonna say is just the fact that like normally you can tell. Well, I know for me. Like, I can tell when there's a man in the suit and when there's a woman in the suit. Because a lot of times, for some strange reason, Power Rangers don't really know how to properly set breasts. Because <laughs> they have them sitting on their chin. And I'm like, <laughs> women's breasts are not that high. <laughs> see, I always look, I always look and, and I see, like, the Pink Ranger has, like, really broad shoulders compared to the rest mm. of it. And I'm always like, that's a guy. That that's is a guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, I mean, come on now. Like, you know, but whatever. I'm just like, it always makes me laugh when I see people are just like, oh, wow, I didn't know that was a, I didn't know that was a man. It's like, oh, you can kind of tell. Because I'm sorry, Lo- um, what was that? Um, Lost Galaxy and Lightsy Rescue? Yellow? Oh, instantly. I already knew. I, was oh, like, I, I always say I always say the 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 the, the oh, not not talking about suit actors, but the one that always has baffled me the most is that while it is in Time Force, it is a guy. You know, like in Time Ranger, that's a guy. I'm like, why did you choose yellow to make mm. into? Because like I'm I'm sorry, but Deborah is is a is a small skinny lady. Yeah, and like yeah. you should have made green in that season. Mm. That should be have been your female. Exactly, and not only that. <laughs> The stunt person who played green played multiple females. So that would have well, been perfect. Go, yeah. So it's like, like eh, but they they're like yellow. Yellow is always the, you know. Yeah, because time yellow was like legitimately the biggest of all of them. Of all of them. Easily. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? Just because yellow is always female, you did that? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. But I digress, yeah. I I've gotten sick and tired of this skirt situation i'm i'm sick of it like it is not important i understand talking about how they would sync up any footage or whatever like how they're gonna do it i get that i like the technical standpoint but when you cross over into the misogynist standpoint and why she should have i'm just like it ain't important it's not it is fabric who gives a darn yeah literally the first season of power rangers had a female without a skirt exactly like if if you could accept it almost 30 years ago why do you have a problem now because in the originals is original they could do it like i'm done i i just i'm so sick so even if we had a regular conversation about gender roles and and gender constructs and all that other things 
it's gotten to the point where I don't even want to have the conversation. I am done. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if she has a skirt. I don't care if she doesn't have a skirt. I don't care. I care about her character. I care yes. about the actual yes. character and what we're going to see on screen portrayed. And hopefully they just don't just stick her as I'm just tomboy who likes sports. Don't do that. That's because, no. you know, that's just cliche too. So I don't care about her skirt. It's, yeah. And like, what's the function of a skirt anyway in a Power Ranger costume? Thank you very much. Hello. There, you're wearing a full full body outfit underneath it. <laughs> it ain't hiding nothing. It ain't doing anything. Okay. <laughs> oh well, actually, actually, if you have a little Campbell toe situation, you know, you might be able to, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're. Well, yeah, and if there's a guy in the suit, you might want to hide the moose knuckle. But... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's what dance belts are for. Ah. Yes. Uh-huh. So. Well, I mean, Osabon, they did not wear them, so hey. Hello. So, <laughs> back to these Morphin Masters. Now, one of the other articles, no, no, not even an article. I think it was Simon himself who was on the in Twitter and people were talking about Morphin Masters, Morphin Masters, and Simon responded to somebody's tweet saying he believes if he remembers correctly that that was Chip Lynn's idea about the Morphin Masters. Okay. So I don't want everybody jizzing all over themselves. Oh my gosh! Chip Lynn did the thing. Like, we don't need that. However, I do wonder, just like with any other premiere, I do wonder how much people are getting hyped over an idea of the Morphin Masters and then running away with that idea of how they can be incorporated throughout the season. But maybe a little bit disappointed if that was just to set up how they got their powers and that was it. Mm. Because they're ISO who and again premiere day i am all for people being excited it's it's great you're talking about different theories or whatever it's cool like i i have no problem people talking about different theories and what could happen and whatever great however i do want to put out there that this could just be a reason to set up how dino fury got their powers and then that's it guys yeah and for me i think the i think the less of them the better just because like I said, they're giant MacGuffins. They can just give you all these powers out of nowhere. Like having them show up a lot would be a problem in that aspect because it'd be like, well, why don't you just save the day? Why don't you just fix everything? You know, like it, it, it opens up a big can of worms if you have them there all the time. And, you know, if you try to start exploring all this extra history and it's just like sometimes less is more. And, you know, I don't want them to just completely never be mentioned again all season, but I also want them to be used very carefully if and when they are used again. You know, you have to be smart. Less of it is better as long as when you use it, it's used in a smart, clear way that mm. isn't just, you know, fan wank. Right. And that, and that, was, that was my thing. That's, that's my issue. Well, my thing with it is just that 
this is the first time that we've actually seen them fully on camera not and not in a blurred shot since like 1993. So, you know, my thing is just the idea of bringing them, you know, to the show and being like, okay, this is who they are. And they gave the Dino Fury Rangers their powers and all this stuff. Okay, yes, that's all well and good. But also, if we're going to actually bring characters who seemingly should actually have more importance than what they actually do have, like actually do something with them instead of just bringing them there just for the first episode, even though that is a possibility that that, that may be the case. I mean, of course, that may be a possibility that that might happen, but still, I do kind of feel like at least, like you said, if you're going to use them, like let them actually have, let them, you know, be used in, in a way where they have some sort of importance, but don't make them too important. Because, mm -hmm. because like you said, you know, there is a possibility where, you know, they were probably just only there just to give them their powers. And that was it, you know, right. but, and that would suck. <laughs> That's the case. Cause then it's like, we would probably never see them again. After That's what this. I think is going to happen. Me personally, I think that they'll be mentioned and then near the finale or something or whatever, it'll be brought up tangentially or something again. Like I just, I don't want people to get so hyped up to the point where their own theories let them become let down throughout the season. Mm -hmm. Don't yeah, These don't, high don't expectations. Project. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And and, yeah. and that's I mean, fans do that a lot. Like, I mean, like I, I've always said this is like before the comic books came out everybody had all of this like characterization for the original six in their mind that I'm like, that did not exist. That was right. not a thing. All six characters for the most part are just generic stereotypes of good kids at school. Like they don't have a lot of personality behind them, like character development. Like we, you know, we barely ever see their parents, like stuff like that. Like all of this stuff that, that exists about them you either made up in your head or has only existed mm -hmm. for the last couple of years since the comics have. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause the, the stuff that I would always see from people just making up just random stuff about the original six, I'm like, that was not a thing. <laughs> like, no. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about, but that's not them. <laughs> no. So just just don't get your expectations up too high. I was nice that they were in. And honestly, when, when you know, Simon says there was Chip's idea, Chip could have literally just been like, oh, we need an idea for them to get powers. Just, uh, how about you use the Morphin Masters? They're in the comics right now. And that could have been it. You know, yeah, like, yeah. there could be nothing more to it than that. I wouldn't be surprised if there was nothing more to it than that. So, like, it was nice to see them. They weren't used in a in a dumb, contrived way or anything. They they did their their point and they were out. Just be happy with what you have and and don't force things upon this show that aren't there. Although right. I have to say, right when when they were on Rafcon and they were losing, lost, planet gone. Okay, mm -hmm. then they go to Earth and Morphin Masters like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's back this up. The Earth needs to be protected. Rafcon? Rafcon? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, dinosaurs are cool. We want to save those. Earth, though. 
let's earth though let's just earth though pump those brakes you know so just it's just funny. like pause <laughs> pause hilarious how like earth is like the sacred ground that must be protected so that's where everybody comes together to save earth but like all these other planets is like pluto who cares Refcon, well, I mean, whatever it, yeah it's 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 no different than every single set of bad guys being like i feel like attacking a city in california these other 49 every, other states what every two years i'm just gonna pick some city some southern city in california Huh? Yeah. Well, at least they did go to where was that? Um, Silver Hills, uh, Washington, whatever. They went there. <laughs> but on occasion, on occasion, I'm just like, you know, let's just yeah, like go somewhere else. I feel like I feel like in this world, like real estate in California should be like the most dirt cheap ever. Uh, for real, it should be because it's like it should be. Yeah, and especially when it's like, as soon, if you live in California and all of a sudden you see a Power Rangers show up, you're like, I'm moving. I'm out. Moving. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm out. But where are you going to go? The next town, it'd be like, guess what? Two years later, hey guys, yeah. <laughs> picking your you, city. Well, you'd be like, I'm, I'm going to go move to, you know, someplace like Texas where monsters apparently born from sporks are from. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> But like, no, dude, like it's like it's like you're getting like the poverty Olympics. Like, like every two years you pick a new city to like tear yeah. down. Like, no, no, no. Because yeah, no, like no, Ali no. was Ali was hyped when he's like, you know, if you check out the news, we're gonna get Zords. This is cool. I'm like, I, I think everybody from Pine Ridge is about to peace out. Like, what are you doing? For real. Although at the very least, though, this is going to be, give reason for uh, Amelia to pursue. Um, you know, stories that she wants to pursue because now there are Power Rangers around. Now there are crazy events. Mm. Okay. You know, kinda now every like, week. Yeah, now Jane's like going to turn into like, uh, you know, I need pictures of Spider Man type of thing. Ooh, you know, where she's like, yeah. I, need, I need Power Ranger stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's what the Zoomers go. want. They want the, they want the power. Okay. <laughs> the Zoomers. <laughs> oh, if only our if only our world was as hyped about the Power Rangers as they are. Oh, Come yeah. on. See, they need promotion just like Buzz Blast is gonna give them. Promotion is important. <laughs> yep, yep. Let's get them marketing dollars. All right. Where can we uh, get where can we get a sponsored post? We gotta get these sponsored videos, you know what I'm saying? Get that okay. money in. Keep this show afloat. Okay, we gotta promote. Oh gosh. Anyway, uh, I, we, we were near the end here, uh, and um, and yeah, no, yeah, like all of what's his name, all of Zato's friends, they gone. Okay, you know, like he has a, he has a nice line where he's like, they were lost. You know, he's like, mm. Yeah, he's like, that wasn't a vic- the victory, you, the type of victory you celebrate. You know, it was a nice way to be, you know, a little somber and be like, yeah, they did. But we can't say that. You know, they, they, they lost, all right. They lost forever. Ever, mm-hmm. ever. They were sent you to know, the next dimension. You know, honestly, and this is something just as, um, something I noticed just from a performance standpoint, when Solon mentioned that before Zato even started telling his story, when Solon um, was like, you know, 
when he asked oh, um what was the line he was like oh how long have i been asleep or something like that and she's like 65 million years and his expression i was like oh like, <laughs> like it was mm-hmm. just like i guess the realization of like taking it all in i was like that was a good job russell like like just his just his reaction to it i was like oh so he's acting acting okay all right i see yeah that's a that yeah that's a good point that's a weird thing to process because like on one hand he knows he doesn't have like any loved ones anyway even if he only woke up like the next year they're all gone right they're all but on the other hand it's like 65 million is so long but it's also such a ridiculous number that you couldn't even really process it exactly you know like it's it's just so insane it's like when you say someone's a trillionaire and you're like i can't even imagine the difference between a billionaire and a trillionaire like mm-hmm. it's so much that it's just crazy right right so, so i was like oh shouts out to him go mm-hmm. ahead boy you better act <laughs> <laughs> well i mean if we i guess like at the end of course zato is telling them that you ready to train and yeah and they're like we ready we ready i'm just like are you really are you really ready you ain't ready i don't think you're ready i don't think you i don't think so ready for this joke i don't think so but <laughs> during that whole thing yes go ahead i was gonna say he had a line that actually set up how how power rangers works in its you know at its core because he said there are dozens of them you know just enough for two seasons worth of episodes <laughs> and <laughs> one by one they will open up oh you mean like a monster of the week okay <laughs> <laughs> He very very much set up, yes, we're going to face one of these every single episode for about 40 episodes. Yeah. You know what? (laughs) Very nice, Russell. (laughs) I never noticed that until you said that. It's perfect. It's perfect how they, oh, they all, they all, you know, they all germinate at different rates. So... (laughs) Yeah, dozens. Not, 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 not. There's a billion of them or whatever. Just, just dozens. Just yeah. enough. Dozens. Just enough for two years. Just short, just shy of four dozen. Just shy, you know. <laughs> a little bit more than three. A little bit more than three dozen. Granted, mm-hmm. it did not look like that many sporks, though. No, it, it didn't look like that many. But hey, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, if stuff. you count exactly 40, people are like, yep, this makes sense. <laughs> this, this makes sense. <laughs> minus minus the sporks that won't exist for recap episodes. But Well, know. I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah, right. So, you know, the 40 is your regular. And then, you know, you, you have some, you might have a sporks here and there. Right. For other and stuff. Then, the, then the Christmas sporks pops up in the Halloween sporks. <laughs> Christmas, the holla. Yo, are we going oh to get the sports special sporks? Are we gonna get that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sports special, huh? This week uh, on a very special sports. Are we going? Um, listen, listen. Are, are we gonna we... get a Valentine Valentine's Day sports? We need. Oh Lord! If we get a <laughs> if we get a dimensions in sports, I'm done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no! It's the Japanese New Year sports. Uh, yeah no i don't i don't think we're going to have that but uh but i wouldn't put it past 
these folks to yep working them in work them all in mm-hmm. uh so let's get to the end let's get to some of these credits okay right so we have our regular schmegs right co-producers becca barnes and alwyn dale right they mm-hmm. also wrote they also co-wrote the premiere okay uh we have kira Jose josephson <laughs> okay try that again kira josephson as jane siobhan i think we've read some of these names before when we saw a picture of them in a table read so um Siobhan Ruakir as Dr. Akana. Blair Strang as Warden Garcia. Who was Noah Paul as Stan? Who was Stan? Who was Stan? Stan? Stan! Hmm? I I did not say that. Who was Stan? Like, was this some rando, like, who got a name? Like, was that was that like a was that like a rando that Jane barely interacted with when she was doing her walk and talk? I was gonna say, was that the guy in the back who was standing up with the long hair who was, I guess, meeting somebody? <laughs> I, I, because I was just like, it has to be somebody with a talk and some like, who said one word, because um, there's a Bethany, the Benny, there's a Benny Joy Smith as Annie, so I'm assuming Annie was the secretary, I guess. Either the secretary or the lady that said don't eat glue. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Could have been her. Yeah. Been, yeah, that's true. Um, and then you have Joe Davidson as voice of Solon. Okay. Uh Jared Turner as the voice of Voight and Daryl. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Habreaking, but no. It's uh Habreaking? I don't know. As voice of uh, Red Morphin Master. Um, so people on the internets were like, when they saw Joe Davidson, they they were like, oh my gosh, is that Morgana from SPD? And I'm just like, well, that's Davidson. Without, it's not Davidson. Davidson. That is Josephine Davidson. Uh, so I don't know who this Joe Davidson is. But, uh, you know, holla uh, if you if you if you are her, and <laughs> so that we could put a face to the name. Uh, let me see any others. Um, and then creative consultant Chip Lynn. Okay, I just wanted to let people know that the road in which they were going down as they're going to be co-EPs, I always said, no, (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen. Now, if, I mean, yes, stuff can change and you just never know, but usually with the exception of um, SPD, with the exception of Dino Thunder and Ninja Storm. Okay. And hello, those were back to back to back. Those three seasons were back to back. Usually there's one person running the show. Okay. You don't want to share that title. You just, it, it's just not. And really and truly, if you think about it, like who wants to pay two EPs, two EP money 
you normally would just want to pay for one to do the work. Why would you want to increase your budget and pay two? So I assume that, this is my assumption, that given that the show was transitioning over to um, New Zealand, they needed all hands on deck, bro. Like they brought back Tony Oliver to do some things. They, you, you know, like, okay, oh, look, Doug. Doug's done a thing. All right, and Nap, let's bring her. Boom, 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 boom. You know, they wanted the transition to go as smooth as possible. And then so a few years, they're willing to pay for two EPs. Cool. But then, like, but then if you notice, it's been one. You don't have two EPs. Now, I want to just just clear this up by saying, yes, there are multiple EPs in the sense that um, in the opening credits, you do see Himes Vaughn. You do see, um, I believe his name is Olivier Dumont. And you do see um, Brian Goldner. All those people have something in common. They're all suits, okay? So Himes Vaughn, his name's going to be there for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, he, you know, he kind of created this whole thing. Fine. Um, Olivia Dumont is a new, he has a new title within Hasbro. He's a suit, uh, you know, so he's a, so like, he's not going to have hands on with the day to day. That's not him, but he's a suit. And of course, Brian Goldner is a CEO of Hasbro. So that's what that is. Okay. But the other, but the showrunner is Simon Bennett and I don't want to hear anybody else (laughs) bring up Chiplin again. Let the man rest. Let the man rest, because if you're we're talking about budgets and how usually people's budgets don't increase, they usually decrease, and especially during these times, like everybody's trying to hold on to their coins. Uh, I don't think that they would have been willing and able to pay for two executive producers. So it's just. Did, did, did I make myself clear? Am I clear? Mm-hmm. Here. Crystal. Just need to get that off my chest because I just think that some people still don't understand. They have these wishful thinking uh, theories and I'm just like, well, let's get back to reality. Let's get, get some concrete reality stuff. Okay, and again, this is not Marvel money, right? So, like, <laughs> we... <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of different types of executive producers to do all sorts of things like nah B, it's not it's not it's not how it rolls um yeah i mean i think that's really it that i have to talk about the actual um premiere i mean all the other stuff like the behind the scenes stuff i kind of want to read some more interviews that have popped up and i kind of want to read more about that before i start like you know talking off the dome but another thing that simon bennett did bring up on twitter and i think he was responding with somebody else was that that um, a lot of people who are working on the show now behind the scenes are are new to now i don't say new to like hi this is my first entertainment job but like they're they're new to the crew of power rangers so uh so that's also interesting and i kind of want to read more up on it before i start talking uh but overall uh this premiere what do you guys think uh where do you guys think this lands in the in power rangers premiere land where do you think it falls um 
Hmm. I guess for me, honestly, it did its job. But to me, it didn't really come off as a premiere premiere. It kind of felt, the energy of it kind of felt like an episode two or three. Like there was just something that kind of felt very just, like things have already been established, even though we are establishing everything in this episode. (laughs) It just kind of felt like there, there was no... How can I put it? It just kind of felt, it it did its job, but it just kind of felt, the energy of it just kind of felt like, it was just kind of like, eh, like it just happened. Like there was no like, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Like a wow. Like, oh my God. Yeah. This, oh, I'm, whoo, I'm scared for the, oh my God. Like what? What's going to happen? Yeah. Right. That that's what I feel like it was missing for me. Was just the oh snap. Like and that's not to say that the show itself was like was bad. Like it, it actually wasn't. It did everything well most of the things right. Like it majority. It did more majority of things right. I didn't have any complaints. It's just that like I said, it's just it, like you said, it didn't, didn't have that wow. Like ooh, it just didn't have that for me. But other than that, like yeah. It was cool. Uh, Jeremiah, what you think? Um, so, so I think that's kind of to me two different questions. The idea of where did this land in the grand scheme of premieres versus what did you think of the episode overall? Because I agree that this, as a premiere, didn't like have this crazy big wow factor, but I also don't think crazy big wow factors are necessarily that important in the long run, because I don't know about you, but I have seen plenty of premieres that on some level got me hyped. And then it fell off, you know, at some point along the way where they, they had this great idea, but they just didn't know how to execute it long-term. So when I look at premieres, I'm not necessarily looking for these big wow factors. Like I didn't need to see Zords or an entire team or a morphing sequence or any of that sort of stuff. Or, mm. you know, like none of that stuff is, is super important to me. What, what I took home about this episode, what sticks with me is, again, the dialogue. Because I felt like, you know, when they told jokes, they weren't forced. They, some, they, they were genuinely funny at times. Sometimes they had payoffs later on in the episode. Characters had conflict. Um, The dialogue never felt like they were, you know, holding my hand too much to the point where, you know, two different characters explain the same scene or someone has to tell me what their emotions are or you have to tell me what you're doing instead of actually just doing it. Stuff like that. Like, it felt a lot uh, more natural in that sense. And to me, maintaining that is what makes a good season having, you know, cause your dialogue is always going to be, you know, the way you write it is the way you're probably going to write it for the entire season. If you give me a bunch of flashy stuff, flashy stuff, you know, is quick. It, it burns out fast. It doesn't really have staying power. So while it wasn't a blow away premiere, everything that it had made sense was solid 
and it felt like a step up from what we've had in recent seasons, even from Beast Morphers. It felt like a step up. Beast Morphers had a better premiere, but like the dialogue in this really won the day for me. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm hoping is going to pay off in the long run. So for me, like when I try to grade an episode like this, you know, if we're going to get to that point, I feel like I want to give it a four out of five. But I also feel like part of that four is like an advance on your salary. I think you're going to do well, or at least pretty good long term. So this is me showing faith in you. I could be wrong. Mm. You know, it could drop the ball like a lot of seasons have. I don't know. But from what I saw, it was really solid and it at least showed promise going forward. Right. For me, it it was a solid episode. There were things in it where I'm just like, ah, ah, I'm, I'm suspending a lot of disbelief here. <laughs> like, there's certain things I'm just like, I'm suspending. Okay. I'm going to give y'all, I'm giving y'all a little grace. Okay. Uh, however, I think I'm at the point where having flash you know the flashy the everything is just like oh, oh this is amazing this is this or whatever and then having that sharp drop off because it's not just a drop off there have been sharp drop offs and mm -hmm. unfortunately beast morphus did have that in the beginning like they had solid good I think wasn't it a premiere two parter or was it one? Was it two? Or was it one? I think no, it was one. one. Okay. It was one. Yeah. So maybe like their first couple of episodes were great. And then by episode like three or four, it was oh, that was like the worst one out of the season. And I'm just like, okay, so I know where the bottom is. Okay. And that's where I'm just like, I see where we're going. Um so with this, it was refreshing that we didn't get a lot of flash and a lot of wow because you are not giving these expectations of something that you're not going to be able to keep up, right? Mm -hmm. However, I really did like Beast Morphers premiere. <laughs> I really did. Like, yeah. I, I remember feeling... And I had similar feelings to this, don't get me wrong, but there was just an extra something that I can't put my finger on with, maybe because, you know, you got Commander Shaw looking all, you know, head to toe looking, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got that boss up in there, you know, then you had like Mayor Dad, Black Dad, Black, Black. You know, and then maybe you also had, you know, black leader, you know, like it was just a whole bunch of black excellence. I'm just like, maybe that just for me felt different and it mm. hit a little differently. It's just it was just something I, I, that I can't explain. Yeah, but with, it, with yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, no, I was just agreeing. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's kind of where I guess that's where I can agree with you as far as like the feeling of it, where I was saying it, it just kind of felt like that's, that's the feeling I get with this premiere where it's like, I like Beast Morphers more because it had, it just had more, it just felt 
it just had that extra oomph than than this one does and in the premiere alone there were it just seemed like there were more stick like the sticks were greater it was yes like, yes they freaking blew up the whole thing just to get rid of um uh blazing roxy blazing roxy at the top i was just like the stakes bro they looked down the crater it was a crater in their like it's the stakes it was it was like something where i'm like okay this is different and then we didn't get different so let's just be yeah yeah so for me like that i can't you cannot take that away from me i just it was just a great premiere you know but Mm -hmm. with this one i i I do appreciate that they were like all right listen we ain't gonna be beast warfers that premiere was awesome slow it down let's slow it down let's build to awesome and i think this is my hope this is my hope that you know them there'll be some episodes that are not great however it'll be consistent where they're going to build to awesome mm-hmm. or build to good great you know uh and maybe that is something that we need right now <laughs> to kind of set the tone you know just just kind of set it even with a um it was Dino Charge, their premiere. I mean, their premiere wasn't flashy per se, but it was that character banter that was just like, oh my gosh, I love these characters already. I love all of them. This is great. So I just, I, I, uh, I, that's something I connected to, and that it was a premiere that I enjoyed as well, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that is where I am, and I think that it's hard to grade something. Uh, mm-hmm. It's hard to grade them because they it was a solid premiere. So I I guess I would give them a four. It was a solid premiere. Because it was definitely better than Mystic Forces. And I remember Mystic Force. I gave them a four. <laughs> yeah. Boy, by the way, you wanna know how much of a you wanna know how much of a slow play they're doing is we have an episode title for episode four. And episode four is called New Recruits. Which means we're not going to see the Garcias for the first three episodes, or we're not going to see them as Rangers. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah Rangers, I assume yeah. we. I assume for sure we're not going to see them at all in episode two, just because I feel like episode two is going to be all three of us need to work together. Here are the Zords. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, right, 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 right. Well, I mean, so we maybe, have, we have yeah. So maybe they'll then they'll show up in the background right. in episode three. Right, and yeah. then they'll become Rangers. Linger, you know, what I'm saying, you're like, Dad, stop being a park cop, Dad. Stop! You're embarrassing, Dad. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I I understand what you're saying when you say it's hard to grade because while this was the entirety of the premiere, what they did is typically the sort of stuff you do in only maybe a third or a half of a premiere. Like they didn't do everything because they, did they didn't feel the need to do everything because they wanted to explore the characters a bit. They did not, and. Yeah, they, yeah, they really didn't do everything in here because there were certain parts of this pre. I'm just like, all right, I get it. Like, can we speed this up? Like, can we get to the more stuff? <laughs> you know. And, and you know what I kind of really liked also is the fact that like the the big like the 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 tentpole of the entire episode was Amelia. It was the Pink Ranger. It was the it was the female. She was the only person that was there from start to end. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole the whole mm-hmm. thing was like Amelia and Jane, Amelia and Ollie, Amelia and Ollie and Ollie's mom, 
You know, like every it, like more characters slowly got introduced, but she was the driving force of the entire episode. Like she was the focus. I thought that was really nice. That's not something they typically do. Focus uh, on you know Amelia the people. Amelia is like ghost busting. Amelia wants to die. Amelia wants to get the smoke. <laughs> Amelia, yeah. Amelia yeah, wants yeah. to kill Ollie. Yeah, of course. You know, so. That's yeah. funny though, and the last time they did that was um was something similar to that was uh Dino Charge with Shelby. Right. Shelby actually led the first episode. Yep. Man, stop comparing Dino Charge to <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. See, literally as you were talking, I'm just like, this is, sounds like Shelby. <laughs> yeah, right? Like honestly, I couldn't remember the Dino Charge premiere. <laughs> Excuse me? Could not. <laughs> I haven't rewatched it. Blasphemy. Ah, uh, I, I am disappointed. I mean, Jeremy. if you hum a few bars, I'd probably remember it. But chair. I can't. It's been was... a minute. It's been a minute. Come on, come on. Anyway, so I would say, <laughs> if we were talking about Nia Saban, just Nia Saban alone, right? <laughs> Out of the premieres that were the tippity top top tippity top top beast morphers, then, um, and I'm just talking about like, like actual pre- series premiere. I'm not talking about season twos. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beast morphers. Then, see, this is interesting because Dino Charge, I gravitated to those characters more than here. I appreciate what they did. I did. I, I appreciate them. But I gravitated towards the Dino Charge cast more than here. So that's tough for me. And I think, I, I mean, right now there would be a tie for me. They would be. Because I appreciate the lore here. I appreciate the cast in Dino Charge. And then everything after that, I mean, please, like, just, just... I was gonna like, say, where, where do you, where do you like, rank Samurai's premiere, and do you count, <laughs> do you count the premiere, or do you count episode three, which they showed us first? Like, just, just toss a coin, because they all get ones. Like, just, just throw it. No, actually, then Megaforce, then toss a coin. Just toss all the coin. I do not give a damn. Uh, so... Yeah, so I, I think this would get a, a solid four for me. I might be a little I might be a little bit generous. I think in the long term I might look back and be like, ah, I was a little generous with that. But at the moment, a four. Hmm. Yeah. Depending on how things play out, it could easily be a three or a five. You never know. Long term. Yeah. I don't ever think it'll go up to a five, but that's okay. For <laughs> I mean, what if they're secretly laying groundwork that you didn't even notice that's going to all of a sudden be important later on? Like, didn't you notice that leaf and what Shut it up. really means in the long Robot. run? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, what if they the make leaf. a monster out of that poncho? <laughs> what, uh, um, Brandon, what are you graded? Oh, shoot. I didn't even do it. Um, Four. Same. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. We got a little consensus going on here. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So yeah, the next episode premieres next week, uh, or this week rather, as this is coming out, um, the twenty seventh. And uh, yeah, we are done with this. I hope you enjoyed this extended review. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Probably not going to go this in depth every time. No, we will no. not. Mm -mm, no. We will not. But for the premiere, <laughs> premiere, we got to go all out. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I still say that uh, the di Dino Henge, you know, where it's like, man, why do you got to put that thing in the middle of the forest? Like, why, why are you going to do the Gold Ranger dirty like that? He has a giant fish. Oh my god. <laughs> that thing just just flopping through the forest trying to make Listen. it to Dino Hedge. They barely Listen. even showed it in CGI. He was just off to the side because I'm like, you can't animate him just flopping around. <laughs> like, can't do it near the shore. Come on. He knew what he knew what the deal was, and that's why he came. Because he was like, this is important. So, you know, I have to make sure I hold my breath and right. I get my I get my behind the dino hinge. Well, maybe that leads credence to Lisa's theory. Maybe the 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 yellow morphin master was like, "Man, you had a really hard journey here. I'm going to bling you out in gold." Exactly. <laughs> Boom. Hello. Hello. Makes sense. It makes go. sense. Oh, man. I still okay. say though, how in the devil are they going to like like what is their method of getting down to Dino Hinge, like to the actual bunker? Because like this, like what, what's happening? How how are they going to do this? Because Did you not pretty... see when Void Knight like like made a hole? He he made a hole in such a way that it basically made stairs. Right, and, then, <laughs> and, that's, and that's what doesn't make like, sense. He to made me. an accessory ramp. Like I just don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> that's the, that's what doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't get this it. Happen? It's a controlled blast. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> like, they, those dumb rangers, dumb kids did not have any problem. They were just like, yep, you just walking down, like, like, like we going to the mall. Like, okay. come on now. He literally made an escalator. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> like, my, my question Here for the go. future is like, does this are they gonna move the ship or are we gonna have bad guys who just literally know where the hero's base is from the beginning? That that. And also Dot Connor too. Because now like Ali, because she knows that it's there. So, you know, Ollie's gonna be like, you but know. I, but one would think that uh it would be very obvious if they stayed in a place where it's heavily guarded. And there are dinosaurs all around that are that are frozen or whatever in rock form. I, I think it would be really obvious if they just stayed there. I must assume that they would have to move it elsewhere, somewhere else underground, but elsewhere. Um, I mean, yeah, this is unless, also Power Rangers. Unless they're going for the fact that, like, with Doctor Akana trying to get samples and with the Warden Guard and everything, are they going to have to be like ducking and dodging and weaving parents every time they want to go to their base? That's what Again, I'm thinking is going it, to have to happen. It, it doesn't make any sense. I would think that it's moved and Dr. Arcana notices that it's moved and she's like, interesting. how that happen? Okay. Moving on to the next thing as I try to figure out this mystery, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just like, they, they can't stay there the entire season. Like, that just doesn't make sense to yeah. me. And of course, now the next thing is we got to figure out how are they going to incorporate Mick? Mm. Well, he well, he worked on a ship. In Ninja Steel, that was the whole thing. He was I know, a but mechanic. Because like, like, so... like his whole thing was, didn't he go back to his... 
home planet. Well, they're just like, "Lo, listen, we need make. We need you to move the ship. We need to move it somehow. Let's go." Wait, did he go back? Yeah, he went back home with his parents, right? Oh shoot, I know. I can't remember <laughs> if he did or if he. No, no. Actually, I think I think he was going to, but then he stayed or something, or because he wanted I, to be with the. I don't know. I don't I remember. Don't... Asking me to remember anything yeah. about Ninja Steel is a big ask. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, the only reason why I even watched the actual finale is because I listened to you guys' review when you guys were making fun of the announcer when it was like um, Haley and Calvin broke up. <laughs> okay, it says. Uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> let me watch this. Let me watch this episode. But other so, than that, like, I don't remember. The, it. the wiki says after Odius's final stand, Mick decided to remain on Earth as Summer Cove High's shop teacher, but set up a satellite link to the Lion Galaxy so he could remain in touch with his parents. Oh, I see. Oh. So he is in Summer Cove. Okay. 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 So, like, is Pine Ridge just a. You know, just you just walk over to Summer Cove. Is, like, is, what is, is Pine Ridge uh, the Stone Canyon? The Stone Canyon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. These names and their two like Summer Cove, Coral Harbor, Pine Ridge. Like, can we just have one name? Like, didn't Megaforce just have one name? Wasn't it like um, Harwood or something like that? Yeah, cause like, uh, cause uh, Jake had it had like the little emblem on him. So right, 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 right. Yeah, it was like Harwood or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just one name. Yeah, Harwood or something. Cause Samurai is Panorama City. Mm-hmm. Which oh, actually yeah, was... exists right here. Oh really? <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah. Harwood County. Huh. It was a county. It wasn't it's a even. County. It wasn't even oh. a city. Hmm. Like Orange County. This is what I wanted to bring up. I knew I wanted to bring up something. So I was on Instagram. You know, like everybody was talking about the premieres and stuff or whatever. And then including the cast. The cast was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And so um, I think it was on Russell's Instagram. I was on there. First of all, like just him being our age. I'm just like, oh, so nice. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love it. You're not a zoomer. I'm so happy. So, um, nothing wrong with Gen Z. It's just nice to see some our someone our age be a ranger. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, but he fits with them though because he looks like he's their age. I mean, hello. So, like he posts about like yo that feeling when your first episode finally airs, you know, and like he's like excited and whatever. Um, yeah, he's. this is what he says. I've been keeping it a surprise for some time, but yes, my first major role on TV as a 65 million year old telepathic alien, and I couldn't love it more, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so then he asks, um, what did you think of the first episode of Danavuri? And everybody's like, you know, oh my gosh, you did so great. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Oh my goodness, you guys are great. And I post, um, we need more black aliens in Hollywood. K, thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so this show is just like, we thought 10,000 years was long enough. No, no. 
We need to have Rangers way before then. <laughs> so is Zato the first mm-hmm. leader of a team? Uh, canonically, yes. Especially for sure on Earth. I mean, Galaxy, who knows? But that we know of, yes. So at the moment, the first leader is black. I'm just going to say he's black. <laughs> say. Yeah, I was going to say, because even, even if there was a Ranger team, like, you know, when in Dino Charge, when leader, you know, came to Earth, that still would have been after because that's when the dinosaurs keep, went extinct. So that would have right. had to have happened after. Right. And that's then true. In this timeline, in this, because Mr. Simon Bennett said that Dino Fury, he, we're not with the, with the Dino Charge <laughs> the timeline. Well, are, yeah. Dino Charge and RPM are the only ones that are splintered. And so this is main. <laughs> So this is Maine. So with the Maine, the first black leader of the Power Rangers, I'm just saying. <laughs> Zato, first black, black leader of the Power Rangers. Rangers. Yo, I was, if I were teacher, I'd be mad. I'd be like, excuse you. <laughs> excuse you. Put some respect on my name. I'm sorry. I, I don't write the show. I, you, I mean, Zato, like Zato just came in and be like, Yo, like I'm I'm here though. Sorry. Like it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are gonna be like, well, technically, the, you know, like he's an alien. He's Rathconian or something. So like, you know, he's he's not black. I'm just like, so you don't think that there was any race or class on these other planets? There could be, there could not be, but I'm just saying, like. I mean, we didn't see the mother aliens, but I'm just saying. We did not. And shoot, that other alien race, they all could look like Zato. I'm just saying, like, if they, they could all, all be black. If they all <laughs> short afros, then they're black too. I'm they just... all black. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say, because if, if his, assuming that biologically his skin is determined based on melanin, then every planet has different locations that are closer and farther away from the sun. So there mm-hmm. would be black people and white people on those planets too. Mm-hmm. That is a very good point. So. Uh, just for my edification, Zato, first black leader of the family. 